Disclaimer, the following boundless pub trap episode contains strong opinions that some listeners may and will find offensive. If you cannot accept or respect others with a differing opinion from yours, then fuck off. Rolling sound. Y'all ain't playing no fucking these chickens, are you? Picture it. Sicily, 1920. Aren't we fucking funny? Streaming from the Midwest, right in the middle of the U.S. From Omaha, Nebraska, you're listening to the Boundless Pod Track, your entertainment podcast where we touch on all topics, from the crazy and absurd to the sacred and profane, and even the useless and unnecessary. The Boundless Pod Trap knows no bounds. And now, here are your hosts. What's happening, Boundless Pod Trap peeps? What's happening? <laughs> that wasn't I don't, just. You didn't do it justice. Oh, let's, let's hear it. doesn't do just and justice. Let's hear it. It goes, what's happening? And that's when the listenership drops. Oh, you got to sound like you're excited to be here. What's happening? Uh, it sounds like a Asian school. What's happening? What's happening? Anyways, I'm Jeremy. Like a, a Kauai style, like yes. Oh, hi all. I'm Jeremy, joined by Lonnie and Justin for episode thirty-one. You gotta call me Justino today. What's this is, this is this is a good thirty-one. Is my second favorite number. No, oh, thirty-two Tw- is probably one of my favorite after sixty-nine. <laughs> no, twenty-four. Twenty-four is one of my favorite numbers. <laughs> hey, get out of town. It like, is. Seriously, get out. is it really? I got to go out of town. It is, yeah. 24, 24 32, 6 is my favorite number. It's my lucky number. 69. My three top numbers are 24, 31, and 10. No. Yes. Bingo. <laughs> Aha. What are you guys doing? What are you up to? My other favorite number is your mom's. Um, I'm not. I'm up to... By seven, yeah, still. Oh, uh, excited to do this. It's been a while since we back into in studio into the podcast doing the thing. I went to um, Comic Con. Yeah, last time. Yeah, we, we spoke. You did. Yeah, that was fun. Comic Cons are weird. I mean, like now you have to wear the masks, which is helpful because when you're around like a lot of people, it it tends to be a little stinky. Yeah, with B- that sort of environment. Bo, a little element. Bo, it smells like a bag of onions. Hey, look, you can either buy pricey mystery box or you can buy some deodorant. You got to take your pick. One of them's got to go. It's or just, you could buy a cheap mystery box and deodorant. Well, you probably already have all that stuff that's in there. It's just like a magnet and a so keychain. Well, we're on the topic, and this is, I know offense is going to be taken, but there's no offense. Like, I think nerds are great. When I call somebody a nerd, that's not a bad thing. And I hate how people always assume that that's a bad thing. It's Whatever, like, four eyes. I'm part of, I'm a nerd too, but it's just like, when you look at these people that go to Comic-Con that are, especially for the most part, comic book collectors that are into it, they have that certain look, and I don't understand. What do I look like? Well, you you used to be. I'd say, <laughs> I'd say you look like actually like, like a, you guys, a little pain. You, you guys know what I'm talking about, though. Like they're right. they're, they're well, usually heavy set. Yeah. They look like they haven't showered in a while. Have greasy. Acne. Yeah. Why are you looking at me when you're describing? Because I have to like figure you're if going I can get, through a checklist. <laughs> uh, See, burn, uh, burns on the top of their foot. Dorito stains <laughs> on his shirt. Those aren't Doritos. Those are fucking sun chips, bro. But it's just like no. You and the sun, man. If I do go to a comic. <laughs> Up. I go to a comic book shop and there's always like 
three or four of those physical featured people there. And it's like, is that just engraved in you? Like you have to like comic books if you have that kind of. Then there's those ones who like. That's are not kind true of- because I fit all those categories and I kind of only like comic books. <laughs> well, you kind of <laughs> only do. You're not obsessed with them. My, I mean, like I don't have greasy, I mean oily, but that's just because it's you, you what know, I use. You are oily. And like when I watched Unemployed the other night, Especially one of the. I was very scenes. oily God that time. God dang, dude, you <laughs> yeah. were shiny. How that, how were you even that like? That was you, the character. He was always in in baby oil. It was crazy. And then so the, I didn't deviate and too that far. Wasn't, that wasn't a, like a you choice. That was just a that Justin was choice. Yeah, he yeah. was able to. I like, just what said, if I constantly am oily? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like he, everybody got to like add more to their characters. I I laid the foundation and they built to it and. He did that, and then he did this other thing where he was always tasting shit too. Like it was <laughs> not weird. shit, not not shit directly, but might as well have been. Hey. But but no, I and again, nothing against people that are like that, but it's just like I think it's just kind of weird that majority of them have that look. Right, right. By the way, you can't see our our studio environment tonight, but I am literally in the dark in the corner by myself. You are. <laughs> we forgot to bring the lamp in. For yeah. You. So my side of the studio doesn't have a lamp. They're like, let's turn on the mood light, which means let's put Lonnie in the corner in the yeah. dark. <laughs> Don't do that because I could fall asleep. I for, five, for five cents a day, <laughs> you can also put Lonnie uh, in the corner in the dark. Yeah. Um, speaking of in the dark and kind of switching gears to a little bit more serious of a topic. we got Which a, means it's not going to be. No, it, that, this is actually a serious moment for a second. We got a, well, I'm going to. So Shannon Spurl, a.k.a. Daphne from TNA and WCW, and it's not been 100% confirmed, but it's looking like took her own life last really? night. Yeah. Um, so that's freaking crazy because yeah. I literally, not even two weeks ago, she used to be like my huge crush in wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I haven't looked her up in a while. And I looked her up and I actually sent her a friend request on Facebook. Well, sorry, buddy. You're not going to well, get it, get it no. approved. Um, I was looking at her more for like a movie type yeah. thing, but that's um, freaking crazy. Isn't so, like, she is kind of like the original, like. She was, AJ Lee style. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah, like right. the goth queen. Yeah, so wow, just one of those, a quick deviation, and we'll get back to the comedy, and we'll get back to the fun for sure, but just one of those with September being Suicide Awareness Month. You know, fucking check on your friends you haven't checked on in a while. Check on your family you haven't checked on in a while. Make sure they're not struggling. Make sure if they are struggling, throw them a line, say you're here with COVID, not being able to see as many people as you'd like to. A, f- a phone call doesn't hurt. A text message doesn't hurt. Uh, hey, fucker, check your mail doesn't hurt, you know. What if you don't like them? <laughs> I mean, I send people I don't Justin, like messages all God the time. Dang. Sorry. <laughs> you can never be serious for a moment. No, but, but I mean, like, it's serious, but it's not not serious i mean that is serious that shit was that's not, sucked. that that's was not serious what you said i mean i have family members who are eh. <laughs> so, so yeah like no no uh information's released yeah her or? family's being real real private which is completely understandable a lot of the, the the reports are just coming out being a wrestling fan like we all are you know it's tragic and anyone losing their life is tragic how old was she uh let's see she was born in 75 so 25 46 yeah well yeah not that old is at all. crazy i wow. didn't hear that she's yeah. born three days ahead of me you know 10 uh, years before me so she's yeah about 30 or 46 it baffles me and you know it's obviously it's something in your head but like i just don't how bad does somebody's life has to be for that to be the best solution? Yeah. 
Yeah, right? and, and when so, it's the only solution. But yeah. sometimes I don't know if people have even control over what they're doing. Maybe like things are just so bad in their head that. Oh, yeah, I mean, like some another some kind of forces being in the. In the wrestling, I mean, people take a, quite a bit of bumps and stuff. I mean, there can be yeah. a chemical imbalance. It can be the stress use, or something, yeah. especially being like a female performer. Like, you get a little bit more pressure and probably hate. <laughs> right, yeah. And wow. being, like, you got to think some of her character had to come from her own personality and her own. And, you know, being a dark character, you know, some of that darkness has to come from internally. And that's a lot to struggle with as well. So it's just one of those, you know, to her good friends and her family and her fans and people who support her. It's it's rough. It's going to be rough. But, you know, if you know someone who struggles, this is the. Do we have the suicide hotline phone number just in case? I know we, we, we talked about that one time before we put it out there. Because, I mean, odds are, you know, like you said, yeah, Lonnie, you, you definitely need to reach out to somebody. Even if you don't, if you just even suspect that they might be depressed, right. reach out to them. Because I think a lot of times, yeah, that's all people really need to hear is one person. Yeah. So many people there. aren't, I mean, if they're living in with this little darkness or so, I mean, they don't want to reach out. But, yeah, reaching out to somebody who doesn't know your whole situation. I mean, somebody who doesn't, very unbiased, who can kind of help you. I mean, they're taking little steps to help yourself, not only helping yourself, but helping the people who are around you in your circles. But yeah, the suicide hotline prevention lifeline number, it's 1-800-273-8255. That's again, 1-800-273-8255. There's crisis centers all around provided 24 seven access. So, And I don't, you don't necessarily need to like wait for somebody to say that they're going to kill themselves. Cause usually the people that say, and not all the time, but usually the people that say they're going to kill themselves are just out for attention. Right. They want that attention, but it's when somebody's quiet and distant, that's when you might want to really reach out to it. Right. But well, after we get that all out of the way, back to the funnies. Yeah. How's uh, um, Scott Davis? <laughs> He's there with his arms wide open. Not that one. The, the guy who uh, got the Cosmo delivered to your place. You no longer have Cosmo, <laughs> I've, so. Yeah, I've been very disappointed since we moved to Red Oak. Oh, I was I like, what the fuck are you talking no. about? I haven't seen a Cosmo since June. Mm, I'm Tracy's going to be severely disappointed. I don't have those. She's not going to get her top 10 sex tips. Tips and tricks like anymore. We, we did go out to uh, Lonnie's this past week to check out his new place, his new house. And you're saying it was haunted? It is It is haunted. It's motherfucker. Yeah. Tell the story about the the old man, man. the old man so, yeah. whacking off. So I, I tell people that my place is haunted and, you know, I have an overactive imagination and I'm crazy and the, these are facts that people know. But ever since we've moved in, we've here, like, it's a three-level house or well, four-level house, including the attic. But, like, you'll be sitting on the main floor, which is the living room, dining room, kitchen, playroom, indoor porch, and then two outdoor porches. Is it really a porch? It's like. Right on the edge of a roof. <laughs> That's the upstairs porch. It's not a porch. That's the upstairs. I feel like you even have you even stepped outside there. Yeah. Okay. That's so you where didn't go through. we had to throw the carpet out there. So that's where we stood there and threw the carpet out. But uh, no railing. He lets a kid play out there. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Gives him balls. But uh, so like you'll be downstairs and you'll you'll hear people walking around because it's an older farmhouse and you'll hear people walking around upstairs, and I don't let people in my house because I. I really don't like you and it's like there's no one here but you can hear like creaky footsteps and that's been happening the whole time well one night like you walk up i have a split staircase so it's like 
12 steps, landing, 10 steps, and then, like, start of the hallway, and then you have to turn right, and there's the long section of the hallway. Well, you don't get the light switch until you make the turn for to the long section of the hallway. Well, at the end of the hallway, there's a, a big closet without a door on it, kind of like a linen closet. And uh, I swear the other night I walked up there and made the turn in, in that linen closet. Our bedroom is right there. There was an old, super gaunt, skinny man, long, long gray hair, longish beard, leaning out of that linen closet, peeking in our bedroom. And Tracy and Mox were in there sleeping. I turned on the light and it disappeared. And I was like, nope, sleeping on the couch tonight. They're on their own. I just left her. Yeah, I would have just been left in them. there with her having her spoon me. Who's <laughs> that one comedian? It's like, yeah, I'm going to sleep by the door or so. And so if anybody comes in, I'll protect you. It's like, nope. That's, that's a, if there's a fire, I'm out and you're on your own, bitch. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was one of those things like there's nothing that seemed malicious about anything at all. But it's just little, it's one of those, like... Just ghosts that want to, they're very... They're just, like, they're, they're hedonists. They just want to watch. Uh, I mean, I need this. I just, I don't know. Because you said you heard a couple things, or... Well, I, I heard something. I You say I bumped into something, but I thought a Tupperware dish was thrown at me, or a Tupperware bowl was thrown at me when we were going downstairs. Because we've never experienced anything like that. And then my glasses were flipped off my head when we were going to leave. Yeah, see, nothing that's like that. Because he turned really ever fast. Happened you were like, us. no, you were I like that. Not. I saw you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I think his place is haunted because you know how, like, when you enter a room, like, here the, we go. His space. Gonna, it's not. This is going to be a bullshit joke. <laughs> <laughs> the space distribution, like the the air, just kind of like sucks out. Like when you open the door, none of that happened. So that fuck, it's fucking haunted. Shut the fuck up. I knew it. Delete that portion. <laughs> It's uh, legit. Yeah, no. It scared me. My my oldest sister and them, they moved into a new house, but their old house was haunted. And, you know, they were telling a story about, like, how after being there for over a year, in the middle of the hallway, was a they found a bloody marble. And, you know, they they have four boys, and they asked them, like, can you do it? And they told them, we're not going to be mad if you did this, but if we find out later that you did this, you're not telling us now, you're going to be in trouble. And they're like, no. Well, then they found another bloody marble a few days later or a week later at the bottom of the steps. And then they found a third one somewhere. And we found out that the field that their house was built in before that, it was just an empty field. And that John Jubert guy that killed boys or whatever, that's where he stashed like two of the boys' bodies. And it's like, man, like these boys were 12 when they were murdered by him. And it's like, well, that kind of makes sense with marbles. Kids like yeah. to play, and you're you know, connecting too many strings. Well, here. no, they they, they would tell so many different things that happened there. And I watched their house once when they were all on vacation, and you know, there were footsteps upstairs, the doors slamming upstairs. The two dogs, and both dogs in the landing of the entryway. You know, you walk in the front door, and then there's a spiral step that went up the stairs. Both dogs like to lay on the tile there, and I'm watching TV, and at the same time, both dogs jumped up, and they looked up the steps, and their eyes are following down. And that was the one time where I was I was ready to jump over the couch, run out their back door if I saw somebody. And it wasn't that I was scared of a ghost. It's just a moth I was in scared of, of an intruder or something in the yeah. house. But, yeah, the, like I said, the footsteps upstairs, the door slamming. My brother-in-law said he saw figures and all this stuff and crazy stuff. Like, I'm kind of... 
Yeah, I believe in all that stuff. Right. But. And, and it's not like, like I said, nothing's malicious. Like little stuff will be moved. Like I know right. I put something here and now it's over there. Just and it's like, <laughs> I have a year and a half old child. So it's completely understandable that he could have picked this up and moved it over there. But like, how can he take something from the middle of a table that's taller than he is and move it into the kitchen on top of a kitchen counter? Levitation. Like it's just it's just annoying little things. They're gonna start pulling their weight around and like taking care of things. You got new roommates. I'm You're gonna see Moxie like, awesome. on, like flying yeah. and stuff. Just, like change his diaper yeah. for me, would you? Yeah. Like I'll, he's not old enough to talk now, but oh, wait, is he talking? Yeah, he says a lot of shit. Yeah, he says no every time yeah. I ask oh, yeah, him if he wanted right. to go with you. He's like, it's no. like my, no. my three-year-old is kind of doing a little bit more talking nowadays, and it's like stringing sentences together. It's like, wow, right on. I mean, like the other day she had some pretty interesting ideas on like molecular combustion and like yeah. on a quantum level, and she had some uh, striking theories that I think would play pretty smart in the consumer market, but uh, that's either here or there. So Yeah, he, he can people hear me shaking my head? He threw his cup at me today and said, now. So oh. yeah, that's about yeah. where that's about where we're at. Now it's probably not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got some fun topics, and I haven't told the boys my topic, but we've got Justin. We're gonna be or Lonnie. I'm sorry, this is your topic. Well, which one should we start with? Let's uh, do Lonnie. The I thing say with, mine's with, completely irrelevant. Yeah. So his so is my <laughs> topic. When he put this on us the other day, well, I guess when he said that this is what he was gonna do, it's gonna be like right on. But shit just flip flop. What fucking flip flop a week ago. See, New news. See, this Chris is, cross this is crazy because me. mine is not worthy of being the main topic, which means that it's going to be Justin's and fuck. I don't want Justin's to be the... No, I'm just kidding. Well, well, well we're well, doing the songs tonight. We're doing Don't say song Justin, reviews. but fuck. So why don't we do the tracks? Why don't we do that as our main topic? Okay, well, this was your idea, so you explain it. Well, we can go ahead and do mine to get it out of the way since it's probably going to be the longest of all the topics because I did some research and it's in depth and then just not that any of it matters not anymore, that any of it matters I mean it's still per se in a world relevant information and so and it still might resolve into something but so my topic tonight is about the only fans freak out which I dubbed the Pornhub paradox so for for those of you who aren't really into that lifestyle or pay too much attention to that it's um, a quick way to make a buck if it's you're a, a female <laughs> it's a it's a quick way to make some money what only fans is it's a platform that you can go on and set a price to provide a video service photo service writing service picture service to a platform of people who are willing to purchase that service yeah. per month. Kind I just of saw like, like a, a video of an OnlyFans, well, an OnlyFans video. It's just like of two girls like slamming their butts together. It's weird, but it looks like you're just trying to make ends meet. And and <laughs> Justin paid $30 <laughs> for the month to see that. Well, it's, and it really, it wasn't initially intended as a site for adult content. Oh, but no, it, it changed fast. But though. it became a yeah. site, it was the number one site <laughs> as, for adult As it content. would. Any platform these days that has, like, less restrictions, it's what it's going to go to first. And if you can make your money, sex sells. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's what it be- became the number one site for sex workers. And when I say sex workers, I mean it became a platform for prostitutes and strippers and models and porn actresses to sell their materials 
on this site to make an additional income. And to the people who believe that to be inappropriate, there are people who agree with you and there are people who do not agree with you. To myself and to the rest of the gentlemen in this room, the the banning of adult material from OnlyFans hurt not only the sex worker trade, which is a legitimate workforce, it actually hurt people we are particularly close to. And it sucked. And for like two weeks. <laughs> for the, what we will get into. And so basically, what it was is OnlyFans decided to completely delete the adult content for the fear of losing their bank funding as part of their payment format. I think if they thought about it, though, they wouldn't need that because with how much is transactions are going through. So here is the story and the reasoning behind why they did what they did. So, and the reason that this is, I, I titled this the Pornhub Paradox is because back in 2020, on December 4th, the New York Times released an article that was entitled The Children of Pornhub. The New York Times released this article, and it, the article itself was stating about— I don't like that name. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> well, really, it was how Pornhub was monetizing the child—basically child pornography, and yeah. they weren't doing enough to basically stop it. There wasn't enough steps in that process. So while they printed that article, Visa and MasterCard— decided to do their own investigation on the process. That happened on December 4th, that article came out. And on that day, Visa and MasterCard said, okay, we're gonna do our own investigation. So December 10th, six days later, Visa and MasterCard decided to cut all funding to Pornhub. So no more credit card transactions were allowed on Pornhub. Did you say September 6th? December 10th. So December 4th is when it started. December 10th, Visa and MasterCard cut off funding to Pornhub. By December 16th, so four days later, Pornhub had removed all content that was not verified, which was at the time 70% of all of their content on their website because they'd lost that revenue stream because of this article printed. And they still have revenue streams coming through, but now their only source of revenue coming through to Pornhub is direct bank transfers, which is going to show up on your bank account, and cryptocurrency, which the average person is not going to have the knowledge of cryptocurrency. And the average, we'll say 40% of adult males who look at porn on Pornhub like that are either going to be married and or have a relationship status some way that they don't want found out by their partner. So they're not going to want that to be on their credit card bill. So they're not using that service. Cut to now, back to OnlyFans and why OnlyFans is facing that burden. There's multiple concerns of their banking partners showing problems and multiple potential articles written by the BBC or multiple drafts. BBC means something different what you're referring to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not, not that BBC. Okay. Uh, British bar Broadcasting? British yes. Broadcasting channel, yeah. Have drafted quite a few different articles about a potential article like the New York Times wrote about OnlyFans. So OnlyFans decided they had two options. Option number one, 
stronger verification process on all their adult performers or number two cut ties with the adult content whatsoever (laughs) and you have nothing basically but they knew if they lost their bank funding whatsoever that OnlyFans was done 100% they were done they wouldn't be able to float as a company anymore so they decided to do the logical thing keep what investors and what they had tighten up the rules and not even tighten up the rules. They just decided cut porn altogether. Keep what mon paws they had selling, you know, their cooking videos or storytelling and whatnot. And they would just live out. And this was supposed to go into account October second. Hmm. Well, some people make a lot of money doing some weird stuff, right? Like I said, like on YouTube, there's a video or a channel of like this dude just farting and everything, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I'm like, you got this on like OnlyFans and. Yeah, you're making people pay for you to listen to hear you fart, yeah, but they get a lot of it. yeah, they hundreds, get a lot of hundreds of and, thousands of uh. subscribers a month. Yeah, but you know, people in America and people all over the world, you know, we can't fight to you know have safe drinking water or to do anything healthy. But you know, we'll fight for our porn we want to pay money for, and we decided that we were gonna convince OnlyFans to let us keep our pay porn. So we've spoken and we've convinced OnlyFans to take option number one. So OnlyFans have decided to just have stronger verification process, increase the modification process, hope the article isn't that bad, that it's not as bad as the New York Times article, and that the providers decide just not to to cut their funding. So it's still a potential fear that OnlyFans has that they could lose their funding. They just thought, well, if people are having this bad of a a tizzy fit that they're just going to make as much money as they can now while they can. But the thing is, even if OnlyFans cut back all the porn stuff or whatever, there's other revenues out there that people turn to. Like, I mean, you could just go to Chatterbait. Oh, absolutely. There's so many other sites they could go to. And the reason they were doing OnlyFans is because it was easy. They could get their money faster. I think it was like a seven-day turnover. Yeah. And not all of it is like nudity. I mean, it's adult content, but, you know, people just sell like bikini pictures. Yeah. What's her her name? Um, Except for my feet. Nobody wants to pay those. Oh, I I got one up on you on Ugly Feet, bro. Yeah, that's true. Your your feet (laughs) are much more interesting now. He's got, right. a, he's got a foot and a thigh up on him. <laughs> yeah, got a foot, two feet and a thigh up on him. Who was it? It was, uh, fuck, what's her name? Some Hollywood actress went on there, went on OnlyFans and was like, I've got hot, hot pictures for you guys. And made like a million dollars her first month and was just posting bikini pictures. And like the actual sex workers were furious. See, and the Daphne or Daphne. Delphine. No, she she actually got naked after a while. Fuck. Barely. Barely. She's on there sucking dick. I haven't. I haven't. uh, (laughs) Then you haven't lived, my friend. I haven't paid for anything. I'm sorry. I I haven't supported. I haven't either. I'm just a better Googler than you. This is where I sit with OnlyFans. Like, it's great to have things like that to that are easy for beginner entrepreneurs or whatever to get their work out there and possibly make money get their name out there. And like you said, I, I have a lot of friends that make a lot of money off of OnlyFans. So I'm torn here. But at the same time, it pisses me off that somebody like me, and I'm going to gloat about myself for 
the first time, I think, on this podcast. <laughs> Not let us do it but, for you. But, like, I am a creative person. I will swing for the motherfucking fences with any project <laughs> I do. I swing for both sides. I... When it comes to <laughs> uh, <it's> professional wrestling, <laughs> if it's a movie I'm making, I will Ow. put myself in fucking debt to make that movie or project happen. And if I don't make money, that's fine. In the game, and I would like to make money so I can put it into the next project that I'm doing, or at least but break even. On I've what we've yeah, done. I've been making movies for over 15 years now. I've been trying to do this and cut my teeth into it. I'm still cutting my teeth into it. I can't make fucking money off of anything I'm doing. That's because you don't pander, but and you work for quality, and most people don't well, care. Yeah, but that's the thing; it, it pisses me off. Them like people that have talent like me that can't get money that they would use to put into their next project and not pocket it to go buy a fucking BMW or anything like that. Then you have these girls that I've, I've paid five bucks that, to see some buckets of that yuck. Literally, you show a little side boob and get you, paid. You don't have to be good looking at all. And the quality of your, you fucking wake up in the morning and you are topless, but you have your, your bed sheet covering right where your nipples at and guys will pay fucking these girls will make hundreds of bucks off of no, there's no, no equality, quality, no <laughs> creativity, equality. Uh. nothing, no, nothing in it. And they make all this money. So it's like, yes, part of me was happy when I heard this thing about, only fans. I was sad for my friends and I will admit there's some of my friends that fall into that category of you don't put any quality into this and it pisses me off that you're making all this money. But I also have a lot that they actually, you know, whether they're a photographer and they are quality work that they do or if they're a model, but they actually work with good quality photographers and put thought into their outfits and what they're doing and everything. But so it's just like, yeah, but this goes to, it's not just only fans. It's YouTube. Like right. you know, I love and despise YouTube at the same time because the wrong people are getting their, their 15 minutes of fame for doing nothing that takes any talent. Mm-hmm. And then me, we, we put up a fucking 36 long minute, short film called one more body and yeah we're we're almost to 1500 views that's two months ago that we released it and it's like in the grand scheme of things 1500 is nothing i'm proud of it but it's like then you have this guy who fucking he farted and he's got 18 billion views in hey, a month man. because he farted and the camera was on and it's like okay is that what i have to do do i just have to make shit quality and just video record myself ripping ass in somebody's face and I'm going to get famous over it. That's how you get pink eye. I know, (laughs) but it's just like, and that's the thing too. It's like, I don't care what people say about this, but life in this instance with making money on a thing like OnlyFans is a lot more fair to females than males. Absolutely. We can't go out there. Yes, you included Justin. I could Even though you did the cam thing on unemployed. We can't go out there and post provocative seductive pictures or just naked make pictures of ourselves all three of us money. That's, ain't gonna happen that's all three not, of us we that, can do the mask uh, leader. women can that's not true because me and you watched dudes on uh chatterbait that day and they yeah. were getting a lot of lot of tokens for just i don't know sitting I, like there. 10 tokens is not a lot of tokens it's like butchers we didn't watch for very long but butchers and people on only fans they they get paid to beat their meat <laughs> but as for someone who supports sex workers with his own income (laughs) who supports strippers and who supports 
Hey, believe me, I support things like that too, but it's got to be quality. I'm not talking about my I, I'm just, addiction. I'm talking, I'm talking about the, the, the work itself and saying that it should be respected as an actual work. If people I'm are going to put I the wish time and there was platforms it. for it. Right. And uh, it, it was sad to see it go. But like I said, us gross fuckers with tons, there's so many free ways to see boobs and vag. We just had to fight for our right to pay for it. That's the thing. Like, I wouldn't even, I would not pay anything. Like, I mean, if it was a friend of mine, support them. Yeah, I might pay to their yeah. platforms. But it's like, with Google, you, you can get this stuff for free. I, I, I don't understand. And, and usually the guys that are paying for these girls' platforms or whatever, they don't know the model. It's it's like I we said earlier. It's those guys at the comic book shop that, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're not they're not doing it for support. They're doing it so that they can have <laughs> for support. For, so their spank bank can get filled with more stuff. True. Which I mean, I guess God bless women for doing that. They they hey, they, they if they have a chance the to make their money, make their money. I mean, yeah. anybody in any. But put quality but, and time into it. Don't that that's the thing too. Is like, well, if people okay, are gonna pay for less quality. I mean, let them make but their money. But that's the thing, too. Like, that's where it's a slap in the face to yeah. people like us. That it sucks. Quality because yeah. I've been told several times with my video making that I should get into filming. Not adult necessarily content. porn, but yeah, adult content like uh, solo like solo type stuff. But here's, this is what the I. The one that I, you filmed of me was awesome. Yeah. So. Here, yeah. here's, here's The one you filmed of me watching him was I awesome. I finished twice. Here's where it, it's a problem. These girls are not going to pay me the price and obviously i'm not going to charge like thousands of dollars like you should when you make a video like even if i was charging a hundred two hundred dollars to do a 60 second to 90 second maybe even like three minute long video for the girl that's going to be professional quality that i'm going to be putting hours into and then she's going to go out and she's going to make all this money off it these girls will they, they've realized like why would i even waste two hundred dollars even though that's very minimal. It's cheap up That's front. cheap for you what your, they're going to make. Your but payback in a day. They're going to make the same amount whether it's a professionally shot and edited video or if it's from her fucking flip phone from 2006 and it's all blurry and shaky of her holding the camera down, shooting up her her snatch. She's going to make the same amount of money. So that's you call where, it a snatch. Yeah, I did just because I didn't want to call it anything. Else. A box. But Snatching it's just it's that's the thing. They're not gonna they're not gonna pay. They'll, they'll pay photographers because that's a little bit harder to try to get a good picture of yourself, but video. It's not. The pervs are going to pay the same amount regardless of the quality of it. So it's not going to help me out any if I were to start filming stuff like that. But anyways. You feel better? I don't. <laughs> I don't. It's yeah, just, it it's does kind of suck it's because it's, it's more saturated with all this like sex content, but like the stuff that's actually, well, I mean, some of it is artful. Some of it's just putting out there as guys, guys brains is like, we normally don't care. We want to see something naked. It's like, Ooh, ooh, ooh you know, I want to see more. I want to see more, you know, but it's like uh, people who are, especially these have more personal relationships as well because you have followers. And then for certain guys who are as otherwise called simps, like they feel like it's a relationship, although the person, you know, the performer is doing this with everybody. It's like you're feeding yeah. into that. You have like this one track mind, and same, uh, yeah. same thing with strippers. Yeah, it's, and like if they're going to be she talks to everybody, if they're going to make their money, let them make their money. But it does suck because stuff like that gets oversaturated, and stuff that like what you're trying to do gets pushed aside. It's like oh well, we don't need that. I'm, exactly, I can watch a 36 
minute short film or beat off in two minutes and go about my day to give them the money. What's mm-hmm. what's the other minute 47 for? <laughs> <laughs> making something with garlic. Clean up. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, it's no, that's exactly yeah. it is, and it's uh, that's why I, it goes back to I think our first episode where we talked about like technology and social media. I don't necessarily think is a good thing for this world. Like it, yes, again, these platforms make it easier for people to get noticed without having to go through the proper platforms to do so. But I'd say like maybe the cultures change entirely. That's the thing. One. Uh, I think discipline is far superior to anything. You can do something half-ass, easy, throw it out there, and it's like if you're of a certain class or a certain, you know, like beauty, you know, class or whatever, you're going to get the praise for it for regardless. Mm -hmm. But if you're trying hard to work from ground zero, then you'll be pushed. It's just, I don't know. Like, I guess I'm just kind of bitter with things because I feel like I've worked really hard in the last 15 plus years. And if you notice on our board back here, I had four film festivals that we I entered one more body into and we're down to two because the past two days were the deadlines for two film festivals that I entered it into and it got declined in both of them and it's just like I expected no, no reasons no yeah, nothing like they don't give you any feedback because they, they got should because a bunch of one of them I paid an entry fee and no. it's like basically it was just me like here you go here's money that I don't need it I'm not I'm not getting it's like if my movie was accepted, you should have kept that fee. But if I'm paying you this, I should get how much was a it? Detail. It was only twenty bucks, no. but still, that's that's you could have used that on OnlyFans. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like if I'm paying you the this entry fee, then I deserve a very detailed reason why right. my film wasn't there, and I want details from my movie to know yeah. that you watched it. So if you're paying for if you're not paying for a viewing, you're paying for a critique. So, yeah. but if you looked yeah. at the ones that were there from the year prior shite it's the quality of i'll just say the quality of ours and the storytelling was a thousand times better than anything else so it's like my th- thing is we were overqualified that's what Honestly. i'm telling myself but where can you see this now what one the, more body yeah where can you see you can see body. it on youtube if you go to short e films that's short then space the letter e space films and you can see one more body for free because wow. i am about giving people Oh my God, there's so much quality in this. I'm not charging anybody to watch it. But anyways, back to the naked people and OnlyFans, Lonnie. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that, they, that's really all I had. That you know was... what they call OnlyFans in Alabama? Cousins? Family? OnlyFams. I have long, a sound effect. How long have you been holding that in for? Are you waiting for the for guck? <laughs> <laughs> or what about, well, what's cooler than OnlyFans? Handjabs? <laughs> Only air conditioners. I still don't have it up. So I, I really hope you don't have a it. comedy page on OnlyFans because <laughs> it's going to be a little late. But I'm going to. I'm still going to. Where is it at? I we'll it we'll wait. Thank yeah. you. Thank you guys for your patience. Maybe the joke will be funnier. When I the bet thing it's is. not. <laughs> but we'll laugh like it is. I gotta, it's not in alphabetical order. <laughs> Whoa! Not that one. I didn't oh, want that one. I would laugh. How about we skip that one? I'm trying to stop the blood from escaping <laughs> through my ears. <laughs> well, anyway, so with the. Uh, I was going to ask you, since OnlyFans was going a different direction, what was it? you would probably have more time with your weekends, what were you going to be doing? But since it's not, well, continue class as usual. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta. So, yeah, basically everything was for nothing. At only yeah, fans. right. I know. going to be right back. To- OnlyFans wasted this well, podcast. That's funny. My, you told us w- about this a while ago. And yeah. I'm like, and good. And then all of a sudden it changed. And we're well, like, my oops. Weekend well. was, my weekends were going to be free now. 
actually going to be able to watch my son grow, but fuck. We should start an OnlyFans for this podcast. You're going to watch your son grow, but fuck. <laughs> should be called OnlyFan. <laughs> your sister can subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell, that's, uh, that's for you. That's one more subscriber than I would have if I did filmmaking stuff. But, all right. Right Morrissey on. and Robert Smith's son, Jeremy Lupin. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't uh, see the Robert Smith part. It's because he's sad as well. Oh, uh, okay. But Robert Smith shows that I'm he's sad with sad. the, I'm with the makeup. Monday, That's the thing. Tuesday, Wednesday, people, blue. Thursday, Friday, Friday I I'm am blue. People, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, blue. I am blue. People sad mistake blue. my passion for sadness. No, I'm just very passionate about we, things, and it's it's. We, I, I get irritated when you're violently I passionate. I see though. other people. We, we mistake your pessimism for passion. Yeah. It's just annoying because, and, and we know a lot of people, Justin, that have gotten onto other things where they're able to do what they love to do. And it's like, part of us are like, really? Why? That person? I mean, yeah. I can name like 40 people off the top of my head, but. Anyways. Oh, I, I don't. And I'm happy for people. Yeah. Like if they can do what they want to do, that's great and stuff. And I mean, it's just. Get you your know. money. That's the main thing. Get your money. If that's, you know, because the, the culture is changing. It sucks that. We do have to change with it because it's not the, the strong that survives. It's the people who adapt. So there's certain things that we don't have to sacrifice. So I just need to make shit quality stuff. Yeah. You would get it adapt, out faster. Adapt with times. People okay. want to get their, their nuggets uh, sooner. They don't want to be waiting in line. I can make a movie for five it. bucks. I got it. I'm telling you what I was saying earlier. It's like we, all three of us can be on OnlyFans and do like the masked masturbator. It's like, who's that guy? Probably be better. With the burned feet. <laughs> yeah. You got what, Lonnie? I got it. Oh, I dude, you it. could do foot jobs with that. <laughs> a wet sock hand job. I know you don't like wet socks, but foot jobs wet sock hand job? And you, the people can use their vomit as lube when they see the feet. <laughs> Gross. For those who don't have the ability of picturing what I was doing. I was just miming doing a foot job. <laughs> That's the fucking well, a lot of us worse. are like everybody is better for not having seen what we had uh, to just see. Get his mouth open and everything. <laughs> had a cute yeah. little face on and everything. Just don't Justin, don't drink out of that Coke <laughs> bottle. <laughs> don't drink out of that Coke bottle, Justin. You don't know where it's been. <laughs> the cook. Is that what you would yell when you're here comes the gook. Give that's, me your gook. That's what Get I say when you finish. Get the gook off of my little toesies. Are you ready for the gook? <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put the sex on you so good. Oh my god. Oh look at the, look at them size sevens. <laughs> put the gook all on my toes. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there, I'm pretty sure there's many different avenues that you can take to help you. And like, if anybody has any advice for Jeremy, you can email him at was it jjjlubosh at pornhub.com. He'll be glad to hear anything. So, I had a Pornhub, uh, what you call it, subscription for a little bit. Oh, supporting your friends? Actually, yeah, I was. I know people that actually no put effort into their stuff. Nice. So. What do you mean into their stuff? Oh, <laughs> effort, effort into their gook. We call that hardcore <laughs> effort. Yeah, into their... is gook like really? Is that a real word? I've gook. always used gook. Like it's a gook. He always uses because the I gook. really think that. I spell that it like G-U-U-K. That is a great new word for semen. Like, I've been using spunk lately. Spunk, yeah. But gook is just like, 
Like, I feel like that's like... Spunk sounds like it's one of those things that comes from, like, those mom novels. And then he sprayed the spunk he all over the step ladder. It's, it's, it's <laughs> he English. unloaded it's, his it's like, spunk all over the back of my thigh. It's from, like, Br- yeah. British Columbia or something like that. Awesome. But Gook is, like, yeah. I don't know. It sounds like it could be, like, something that's sponsored by Nickelodeon or, like, a TV show from Nickelodeon. I have a theory about stuff like that. Like, the about, age that we grew up on... And I feel like this holds a lot of weight, but like the age that we grew up on, like remember watching what was like the, the Nickelodeon stuff where you can't say that on television. No, not that we're like the, the slime and stuff that, like, Oh, double dare. Yeah. Double dare. There's what was it? The adventure or something like adventure. The, I don't know. there's a few things where like at the end, like the slime comes down on the people who lose. And it's like that people who grew up as kids in that era became the, the adults now who like, that was satisfying. Are okay at the, with being bukkake? Yeah. Well, at the at the end, you get slimed on, you get gooked on, and then like, because facials and stuff wasn't really a thing until like late nineties, two thousands. So stuff we have like that. double dare to thank. Yeah, <laughs> double dare pretty much ingrained that into like the society. Like our generation popularized that. What? It's like we grew up getting slimed, oh, and fuck. now what's that I guy? Want- it's- 14 guys jerking off on <laughs> What's that guy's name? Uh, fuck. Who was the host of Sanders? Double Dare? No, the host yeah. of Double Dare. Yeah, something Sanders. Is no. it Mark Sanders? Michael Malley. No. Yeah. It was Mark Sanders. No, Michael Malley. That's your priest. Mark Sanders, born Mark Berkowitz, American well, television personality. We can, show we can thank Mike S- Mark Sanders. For facials, Summers, Mark Summers, Mark we should, Summers. We should, we should try to get him on the podcast. And think. is it true you're responsible for the modern day cum shot? Well, yes, I am. At well, the end, thank you for acknowledging. It's like everybody wins because at the you know people liked getting slimed on. Well, you know, it's uh, like it, it, you didn't lose. You that's lose. That's not grace true. I've like watched that, quite a few pornos where the actress do, did not like getting do, slimed on. Do they have a recipe online? We should look to see if they have a recipe for what the slime was made on Nickelodeon. Because I have a feeling that decomposed that should be Justin's punishment. We just dump like a fucking five gallon bucket of this shit but on him. I know there's a lot of like borax recipes with like slime and stuff that people were doing. Like it's a popular thing kids do all the time Let's, nowadays. That but. should be because I feel like it's going to take forever for us to get this one punishment for him. I'm not going to have any time. I you guys want to give me a facial? Was, Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I was with thinking. Slime. I was thinking about God. driving over here if we could get Crystal to wax his asshole. Oh, I don't want to. That's punishment for you and I. <laughs> like, Justin wouldn't care. He's had his asshole wax before. He's told us this. Yep. But it would be punishment <laughs> for Crystal because she'd have to do it. Why does she have to get punished? Punishment is being married to this guy <laughs> That's every single day. I help her out. I help her out. You do. The best thing that happened to her. <laughs> All right. So who whose podcast or whose, pod, whose topic Mine. do we want to go to next? Uh, We can take it this way. Then we can... Do some musics and then actually. Well, no, oh, we got mine too. Yeah, Jesus. Fuck. What is yours? I want to know what yours is before yeah. we go. Okay, big shooter. Let's do yours over okay. there. Okay, Mister Mysterious so Man. This will be along the entertainment thing here. It'll we'll have a discussion for each of this, but I have this. It's called Who Played It Better. I have a series of characters from movies that had multiple people play it, and I want us to discuss who we think played it best. It doesn't count since you haven't seen... And some of them... Some of them. Since some of them have, like, multiple people, we can also talk about who played it worse. Like the samurai in the movie that we watched (laughs) last week? Yes. 
No, so we'll, we'll start out with this one. We'll, let's start out with an easy one here. Let's start out with the movie Carrie. Who played Carrie better, Sissy Spacek or Chloe Grace Morton? 100% Sissy Spacek. Chloe is my pick. Uh, you are insane. Sissy, Sissy was definitely, I mean, it, to me, I, I thought both movies were great, but. Chloe I, has more depth. And then she, it she helps has, that she, she has something to go. more depth than what? And she had something to go off of. So. You, have you even seen the original Carrie? Yeah. Yeah, and then and you're saying yeah. Chloe was better than and Alyssa Milano was pretty good at it too. I mean, sissy sequels don't count. Oh. Remakes are okay. <laughs> the thing is with Chloe, she's she was super attractive, and she is very attractive. She didn't make it seem creepy. Whereas Sissy Spacek, like I'm not saying she's ugly, but they did a good job of making her not very attractive in this movie, and especially the part where the pig's blood gets dumped on her and just the whites of her eyes are showing. They did black it up for Chloe's, didn't they? They of showed more they like did because bigger they, eyes. They should have now. Never, let's yeah. throw that curveball in there. Angela Bettis, I think, was the best Carrie. I don't think I ever seen that. the the TV miniseries Carrie. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Yeah, she. I think I still think Sissy Spacek was the best Carrie, but I think the Bettis was the best closest to the novel Carrie. She was much more charming. She was much more unobtainable. Like her betrayal of Carrie, I think, was more Carrie than Space Axe. Space Axe was a much better actress. Not an option. Moving along. (laughs) (laughs) Was a much better actress. But Bettis was much more, like, gawky and awkward and more of the social outcast right that they wanted her to be opposed to what space act was like space act was just quiet and mousy and whatnot and hmm. but at the time that's what made it creepy like when, well, i think if right, you're going for like right. yeah it's like i because i mean I, I like both of the movies i think i do prefer the second yeah sissy is a lot more easier to bully whereas chloe looks like she fit, would fit in otherwise right but I think I just preferred Chloe's performance, but if you're going for, well, that's what I was going for, is just performance. I mean, I guess trying to think back as far as like the mannerisms that both of them had, I mean, it was kind of a shot for shot movie, so I guess it's an easy to line it up, but yeah, I'm going to stick with Chloe. I'm going to be the... Of course you are. I, I, yeah, I, I gotta go with Angela Bettis is my... She wasn't an option, but... Well, yeah. you're, you're see. asking the best Carrie, and I'm telling you it was Angela Bettis. But it's what I have on paper. Okay. Because there's, a, there's some of these Spacek. where I don't put a lot of them. Boys, don't I fight. They were good. All right, this one I can't really answer because... You haven't I've seen only, the movie? I've only seen one of them, but who played the better Sherlock Holmes? Robert Downey hmm. Jr. or Benedict Cumberbatch? Cumberbatch. Which is it kind of weird that they're both in Marvel. Iron Man and no, Doctor Strange? Because fucking Marvel owns everything. That's true. Disney, no, D- I, Disney owns everything. I like Cumberbatch as an actor in general. Not that RDJ isn't great, except for I think Doctor I prefer Strange is I think the yeah. most boring. Hell, I mean character. Doctor Strange as a character. It's got more depth himself. to it than a lot of people. I think you'd have to give it a chance. Oh yeah, I've got a bit of a chance. Um, I did give it a try. <laughs> Cumberbatch is just, I think, as Sherlock is great. He's but just that series itself is so well written. I think he's easier to believe, Cumberbatch is. Again, I just prefer yeah. Junior, Downey Jr. So you're both going with, you're going with Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. 
I prefer him. See, that's the one I'd have to go with because that's the only one I've seen. And the thing with the the Sherlock, it's a BBC show, so it's an English show. So it takes, it's another series, but each of the episodes are like an hour and a half long. So they're all like movies, but they're like three episode series. So you're getting, there's quite a bit of content to take in, but I prefer the Cumberbatch. I'm a Cumberbatch. This one, I I, I pretty much know what Justin's going to say, but, and you'll have to help me with the pronunciation of her name, but Wonder Woman, Linda Carter, or Gal Gadot. 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 Gal Gadot. I've seen neither. You haven't. So I, I have to go with the, the TV series from back in the day with uh, Linda Carter. I just think that it was, it was cheesy and that's what I liked about it. I, mm. This one is also a hard one. I do enjoy Gal's performance as far as her ability. I do not think either of them fits for Wonder Woman because neither of them are Amazons. This is true. I guess uh, I'm going to say none. Gal would be closer. <laughs> I'm going to say it. none. Well, I think Neither. I think Carter's taller, isn't she? Oh, I don't know about that. Gal, I say Gal looks big. I she looks tall. Head. Yeah, for sure. I don't. She doesn't look big. He is looking up. He's good. Nope, he's on his OnlyFans. Get off of there. <laughs> <laughs> dicks, 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 dicks. <laughs> oh, yep. By one inch. Gal Gadot's got Linda Carter by one inch. What up? Amazon. Oh. And you said you haven't seen either. Neither, right? yeah. Okay. So this will be an interesting one. Okay. Who played Willy Wonka better, Gene Wilder or Johnny Depp? Gene Wilder. Well, Not even a question. Gene wasn't, or Johnny Depp wasn't Willy Wonka. He was Charlie and Chocolate, but it was the same fucking character. It was the little boy growing up. Who played Willy Wonka better? Well, Gene Wilder played Willy Wonka. He was the only one who played Willy Wonka. But it's the same. So did Johnny Depp. Johnny Johnny Depp played played Charlie. Johnny Depp did not play Charlie. Johnny Depp played Willy Wonka. I always got a They just changed the name of the movie. The movie's different, but we're talking about the character of Willy Wonka. I gotta, I gotta look this up. Also, I wanted to correct him on that Vic Madison one from the movie thing. It was Vic Madison who got. Flipped over that rail. Oh, I, I, shouldn't, I sent you the video. Yeah. I You're thinking correct. our listeners remember that? <laughs> yeah. They got to go back. Okay. So. I am corrected. He did play Willy Wonka. Uh, well, okay. okay. The, Sorry. What do you mean, who played it better? Which one did you like better? I like both of them for different reasons. But there's one. One has to be better than the other to you. Well, if I can't I, like them equally. Well, I can dislike the last ones equally. So I'm, I can, with, like I'm, with, them, I'm with Lonnie where I think Gene Wilder played it better. Um, I think Johnny Depp was a little too over the top like he is with all of his characters. Not all of them. Okay, Bree? anything that he's done after Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street. What's <laughs> uh, eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah. He wasn't too was good. He was good in Benny and June as Benny well. Benny and June was awesome. Yeah. But then you've got... From Hell was... For this, hell was he, good, like, yeah. like people say, he's still around because he takes all the roles that nobody, nobody else wants to right. do. Right. He is. And he does them well. It's because nobody no, else I just, can. Do crazy I just well. think that he was a little too over the top. All right, let me, let me do, help me out. Let's do a live breakdown so I can figure this one out. So Gene, he had that crazy, more reserved, psychotic stuff. Uh, Johnny Depp had more of that twisted, sadistic, like hinges are definitely off invisible. Why would I go one way or the other? The boat scene. The boats. Oh, she. I. I'm trying to recall. I don't even remember the boat scene you, that Johnny Depp did. He didn't. All right. So then I can't compare it. 
because they both have to do the boat scene to well that uh, and that's the thing is that was such a pivotal moment in the original movie is how gene wilder killed the boat scene you you do realize like there's no like repercussions with what your answer is yeah. so, i mean no, this is con- we need to have this this I'm, isn't a contest it's, it's not down. a game it's not a game if this is what we judged your movie knowledge off huh yeah okay all right because i didn't really care for like the one person playing what was supposed to be like the new willy or the the oompa loompas oompa loompas if i've ever had a nightmare it was because of those damn oompa loompas so for that i think i would have to go with gene I was all about right. to say Hackman. Huh. We're, Wild. <laughs> we're all in agreement with that one. Now, this one I'll get flack about for. About time you guys pick the right one. If you're going to... Is this for us or are you betting on this one too? Betting? Yeah. There's no money involved. This is for fun. Justin. I'm t- I'm paying myself. Money's you got, in the You got to pay all your Pesos. people on OnlyFans, OnlyFans that you support every month. All right. Who played... And I left one out because I didn't think it was good. But Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire yeah. or Tom Holland? I 100% say Tobey Maguire. I love those original first three. Tom Holland is not Spider-Man. I'll say that up front. Like, Tom Holland is not the nerdy, geeky, like, you know, timid, like, you know. Tobey Maguire definitely has that, that uncomfortableness as a Peter Parker. You, wait, wait, who played Spider-Man better or who played Peter Parker better? Both. I prefer Tom Holland's Peter ability. I, pre- I prefer Peter Tom Parker Holland's Spider-Man. Tom Peter Parker is Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire is Peter Parker. I'll, I can agree with that. I can agree. <clears throat> I just get a lot okay. of flack from people because I have always said that I've, out of all the sp- live action Spider-Man movies, I prefer the first three. And I liked part three with Venom, even though I didn't care how they brought Venom into it. But I, I thought they were great movies. And people are like, you're a fucking idiot. It's like, well, okay, sorry. but All right. You're, you get thrown under the bus here again. I prefer Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker, and I prefer Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I think both Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield had way too too much charisma to play Peter Parker. Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man movies were shit. Man, that was just a guy in a suit for the most part. But uh, I mean, I, I I enjoyed his performance of it. I just I like to separate that from canon from I, Spider-Man. I love. Don't get me wrong. I love Sam Raimi. He's one of my favorite directors. Mixing two of my favorite mediums together, comic movies and horror director, there was just so much overlap that didn't work for me when it came to the the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans. Some of them were beautiful, but they didn't click for me. I like Andrew Garfield's development as Peter Parker. Like He might not have been as nerdy as he needed to be, but his development as Peter Parker, I think, clicked all the boxes. I just, Sally Fields as Aunt May and stuff like that, I well, thought I, that was that was poor casting. Like, she didn't fit that role at yeah. all. Yeah. Well, we're not talking about that. We're just talking about... Well, I just, that that's why I'm not including oh, yeah. this other Spider-Man, because those movies don't exist in my mind. Well, yeah. These are Jeremy picks. Jeremy picks. Now, this next one, I'm not even going to answer, because you know my answer... And I shouldn't have even put it on here, but... Gunnar uh, Hansen. No. <laughs> Pennywise, Tim Curry, or Bill <laughs> Skarsgård. Pass. <laughs> yeah. Careful. I gotta go with... Uh, I mean, I loved Tim Curry, but... Well, I'm gonna go I, with the CGI why, one. Why, why, the one that's more closer to the actual story. I'm gonna I'm go, gonna go with... I'm gonna go with the one that's <laughs> oh, CGI and... Uh, <clears throat> that, blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. Next. All right. 
James Bond, Pierce Bronson, Daniel Craig, or Sean Connery. Those are the only three I'm putting in this one. I've never seen any of the... The new ones are... Eh. I don't really see him as... Daniel Craig as a... Uh, Take a drink. Oh, that was the other, <laughs> was the other podcast. <laughs> I don't really see him as like a James Bond. I honestly... Is Daniel Craig the ripped one? Yeah. The like small... The one with the shoulders. When yeah. somebody says James Bond, the reason this is my answer is because this is always the guy I go to. Sean Connery. Oh, Pierce Bronze. Drop your punches. Because <laughs> I always think of... Nintendo 64 double. Oh, yeah, GoldenEye. Okay, yeah. If you're going to sell me on GoldenEye, yeah, that was the best. <laughs> but that's not yeah. what I'm selling on, but that's who I picture all the time. And I'm like, that's, he is Pierce's James Bond to me. And Sean Connery would be uh, second place. But there's been a lot of people that played James Bond, but these are the top three, I think. Um, did you pick who your, your, yours was? Strictly because of GoldenEye, <laughs> I will go with Pierce Bro. Okay, yeah, and because my... Talisa Soto was a Bond girl in Pierce Bronson's. So, got to do that one. All right. So, we got three left to go and then a bonus one. Who played the Hulk better? Lou Ferrigno, Eric Bana, Edward Norton, Norton or Mark Ruffalo? Hmm. I'd say my favorite one was Edward Norton. Really? Yeah. He's my least favorite. <laughs> he my was my favorite one. As far as a Hulk... I didn't really care for his. He role. was the best Bruce Banner. He was a really good Bruce Banner. He was the best Bruce Banner. I want. I mean, I, anyone could be a good Hulk. It's fucking CGI. So that you got to judge on who was the best Bruce. Banner. Eric Bana had the well, worst. Well, if that's the case, then we're taking Lou Ferrigno out because he just specifically played the Hulk. Okay. The Hulk, yeah. If you wanted to go just the Hulk, Eric Bana, get that out of here. That was a piece of crap. So for so, where are we saying just the Hulk or just the? Let's do. So two of them are CGI. One of them is. You know. So I, I guess uh, it's just down to Edward Edward Norton and Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Because uh, as to their portrayal of both. And I'm going to go with Mark in this one. Me too. Well, Me if too. we're doing the portrayal of both, Mark Ruffalo was better both of them. Yeah. But as for the best Bruce Banner, like Norton. Norton was by far the best Banner, but Ruffalo was the best Hulk. Okay. So. so these next two is going to be two questions. We're going to start with who played it best and who played it worst. Now, I know for this next one, we're probably all in agreement on who the worst is, but we're going to go with who played Joker best. Joaquin Phoenix, Heath Ledger, Jared Leto, Jack Nicholson, or Cesar Romero? For sure, Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard. That's... I. Nichol it's, Nicholson? It's... My God, yeah. Can you throw Hamill in there? Oh. No, because he was just voice. Yeah. He was just voice. He can, actual can you throw in David Howard Thornton in there? No, because that movie didn't really see the light of day. Okay. So these are the five Nicholson. that you have to choose from. Yeah, Nicholson's the best. See, this is a tough one because, you know, I'll toss Caesar out because I didn't watch too much of the original. That was way was too... so good, though. It was more campy. I didn't really care for that one. But I like, a, I like gotta, my Joker you gotta dark. got think, though. He came from a comic book. Yeah, he did. But I like my dark Joker. See, Heath Ledger was... He was I, a great he, Joker. He played it good, but then this new Joker movie came out with Joaquin Phoenix, so and I'm good. like, my God, that's one of my favorite I haven't seen that movies. one yet, so... All I'm going to go with Heath right All now. of the Jokers, besides Jared fucking Leto. Juggalo Joker, <laughs> was great. See, I think I'm going to, like... Because, yeah, Jack Nicholson go was Nicholson, though. fucking... He was incredible. He was the, per he was the combination of humorous... And serious perfectly. 
See, as much as I want to go with Joaquin Phoenix, I think I'm going to have to go with Jack Nicholson yeah. for that reason too. I have he, to go with Heath Ledger. He was the per- he was the perfect Joker in a Tim Burton movie. Like yeah. he knew when to be campy, but he knew when he needed to be serious. Mm-hmm. He knew when it when it was time to get dark. Which to this day, that's still my favorite Batman movies were the Tim Burton ones, the first yeah. two. Oh yeah, so he's campy they, where it needed to be campy, and it was dark. <laughs> it was dark when it needed to be dark. <laughs> oh, well, and the thing with with Heath Ledger, I mean, I will tell you this: like he's up there too. Like that's what makes this one so difficult because. He, he gave took Joker, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he gave him different qualities yeah. that nobody else did. Absolutely, yeah. And Cesar Romero, too. Cesar Romero took a Joker. That was strictly on paper at yeah, that point. Yeah, and made it entertaining. Like, But all those characters on that show were all campy and fun because that's what they were. They were comic book characters, and they wanted them to be selling because Batman was campy and fun. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how? Yeah. And then you each... And each accompanying joker from there was tweaked in its own little way yeah. worst yeah juggalo joker by yeah, far we, I, we don't even have to do that i think so. with that because of the character of joker like he's not i mean if you delve more into like the legend of what joker is like he's not just one person like when batman thinks he's killed joker there's possibly three jokers that are all in line like he's here he's there he's there but they're all unhinged in their own way. Right. Here's something else I'll say about Heath Ledger's portrayal of Joker. He did such a great job of making this Joker seem like a psycho that that's what basically ended up taking his life from him right. was because he was so into this character that whatever meds or what he was on, he overdosed on because from what I heard, he like locked himself oh, yeah, he in a hotel room or something like that, that for the longest time and deprivation, all that. But it, it makes you wonder, too, had he not had his life taken away or ended his life so suddenly, would he have been in the follow-up one that Bane was in as well? I don't know. Well, you don't know until you know. So I yeah. Think, I mean, that wasn't even on paper until That's what I'm saying. Because like so. well, Heath Ledger didn't even make it to the, the premiere of The Dark so. Knight, did he? It was so. during the filming of it. And it's just, just like, I, I just wonder, had he still been around how much more of he would have added to the rest of the movies that they're doing. Right. Um, but all right. So the last one, before we get to the bonus thing goes right in line, Batman, Michael Keaton, George Clooney, Val Kilmore, Adam West, Christian Bale, or Ben Affleck, Batman or Bruce Wayne or both. Cause both. I mean, they guess they both all played. Let's start with Bruce Wayne first who played again. I don't like, th- I don't care for the campy. So I'm going to get rid of Adam West. Keaton was, Good. I didn't really care Keaton. for his style of Batman. Keaton was my favorite Bruce Wayne by far. Keaton was the best Bruce Wayne. I'm uh, not a big fan of Christian Bale. He's my favorite. <laughs> I think Bruce he's Wayne. got the ability, but he doesn't. Keaton his, or his Bruce Bale. Uh, Christian Bale is my favorite Bruce Wayne. I haven't seen what, what, what's his name, the Twilight dude. Uh, I haven't seen his portrayal, but it looks amazing. Who? Oh, uh, yeah. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Pattinson. Oh, looks so good. I haven't seen that, but I, I, I think I want to pick that one. Otherwise, it's I would about, pick Robert Pattinson one hundred percent for Batman. I haven't seen it, so he's not on the. Oh, list. he's so good. I watched the trailers today. Oh, buddy. Yeah, I know that's so good. I'm like, that's what Batman is. Like, punish him. Like, Vengeance. Yeah. If, if like, I'm what are going, we having for dinner? If, Justice. If I'm going Justice. with like the best Batman, I'm going with Michael Keaton. I just thought, like you said, yeah. those were my favorite Batman movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
As Christian he, Bell's voice ruins it for me yeah. 100%. Yeah, as Batman. Where's the drugs? Yeah. But I did like is it Pete Holmes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Version, like yeah. The, his Batmans. Like, so if it wasn't for Christian Bale, there wouldn't be all those. <laughs> True. <laughs> Who had I the- think Monkey and Apple had an awesome one. It's like, it's like, I can't understand words. <laughs> Who, Who do you think had the best Batman look? Nipples. Attire. Nipples all the way. <laughs> I'm going to go with Adam West. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that, what was that? The light blue, the seafoam, <laughs> the seafoam Batman. I think uh, Christian Bale had the best Batman. He did have one. a... It, very tactical, yeah. Bruce... I like Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck's style was really cool. I like his was a little old man. over the top. Before well, you, you introduced the other man people. Yeah. Bruce Wayne, so he had to be a little bit more beefy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you guys had more there. You're both. And, and again, since I haven't seen Pattinson's portrayal of the full style, whatever, it might even take the cake too, but I'm just going to reserve. Okay. So this, we're going to go on to the bonus thing. And before I do that, I'm going to ask, have you guys seen all the vacation movies? The original vacation, European vacation, Christmas vacation, Vegas vacation. Uh, I've seen, I'm pretty sure I've I have. Seen European. I've I'm just seen not familiar with everything. Ones. Don't talk when I'm talking. I will smack you in the mouth. So I was going to have us rate the Chevy Chase, Audrey and Russ, Russ, Rusty, Rusty. Yeah. I was like, as a unit in the movies, like not Vegas vacation. So hands down, which is the worst Audrey and Russ, what's your fourth place, third place, second place and first place. I'll go first. Fourth place is the Audrey and Russ from European vacation. Third place would be Vegas Vacation. Second place would be Christmas Vacation. And first place would be the original Vacation. Lonnie, what's yours? So, seeing that I've never seen European, that'll be fourth. Okay. Wise choice. Yeah. Third would be Christmas for worst. Second would be Vacation. And first for me is Vegas. See, that's the thing with, like, Vegas. That was the last one they essentially did before they did the remake, which I thought was shit uh, with What's-His-Face. I can't think of his name right now. Quaid. And, and um, No, the guy from The Office. Office, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Applegate. I thought that that was the absolute worst thing. But um, it's crazy because the first two were very raunchy and yeah. even had nudity in it. Christmas Vacation was, eh, we toned it down a little bit. We showed some side boob. Then you get Vegas Vacation, and that is like the PG watered down what this world has become today. Right. But it was still a good movie. But it was just like, it was like, wow, you guys really toned this down. This is not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. First time I seen that movie, I don't know for how many months I walked around going, I won. I want, I want the, the money. money. I want the money. The <laughs> I, money's mine. I want the money. I always like Wayne Newton saying in it, like, yeah. he has such a weird voice, and he's just like, if you have nothing to do, come back later. I'm going to make pasta. <laughs> Justin? Nope. Fourth place, third place, second I, place. I can't. I haven't seen these since I was, like, what, eight years I old? I don't give a fuck. Just one, two, three, four. Amuse us. At one, two, three, four. We're going to go that way. The only thing I can recall from like any of the vacation movies is like the ski dude with like the double-sided masks. That's pretty much it. What? Yeah. The ski dude with double-sided masks? Yeah, wasn't that like European? Was it? Somebody was skiing. 
And he had like a mask on both sides and he was kind of like talking to himself. And uh, I don't think you're, it might be something else. See, you're definitely not. Well, I associate with that with a vacation movie, a national ski school, European vacation. uh, I think the best one out of all of them is the first one. I mean, that one, it was, that was a great movie. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that, their got aunt, Uncle Buck in. Their Aunt Edna died, and they fucking put her in a trash bag on the roof of their car. I mean, who the fuck does that? I'm pulling a dog behind the yeah. car. And, yeah. So, all right. So, that was my topic. Let's move on to Justin's as his diapers are crinkling over there. I guess we're going to keep talking because he's I'm shoving his mouth full of shit, and it's 10.15 at night. Oh, he's fasting, dude. Yeah. Fasting. I started after this. I eat really fast. <laughs> Well, what I wanted to do was, uh, you know, finish a sentence. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to do that first too. Okay, he's not eating pussy, <clears throat> ladies. Sorry, no. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like. <laughs> I wanted to um, peel back the zipper and show you guys how the sausage is made. Or wait, yeah, uh, something like that. That's a lot of hair. <laughs> That's where it all went. I wanted to discuss with you guys some some life hacks. The worst life hacks. The thing that really got me is like, you know how you see all these like top 10 videos of all this. And it's like, it's so annoying because it's like, nobody is going to use that as a life hack. I do every day of my life. Like what? Tell me what's good. I don't know. (laughs) What's good, bro. (laughs) Yeah. No, these are pretty much a list of stupid life hacks. So a life hack is pretty much something that is supposed to make something a little bit more efficient or improve things or just have a better way, uh, overall convenience. I don't really consider it a life hack if you have to buy a device or something that'll, that, that's just another thing. Hey, you leave my pocket pussy out of this. <laughs> yeah, that's not a life hack. That's, you know, it's a life hack if you put like a Ziploc bag in a couch cushion and uh, I don't know. What the fuck? What you used to You're struggling, bro. <laughs> I know, like most of the stuff these days are just kind of fluff reviews. They're like, they want to fill a video and they put all this stuff in it. And it's like, nobody ever does that. And those videos, like the Russian hacker, do you remember that guy? He's popular for a while. The Russian, what? Yeah, the Russian hacker. There's lots of those. Not that one. The Russian like household hacker or whatever, life hack. He's like, today we're going to show you how to do this. Yeah. He's like, that's Russian. In Russia, we're going to. Yeah. And, but yeah, he had like all these videos where it's like five things that you're doing wrong or, you know, things that you've been doing wrong this whole time. It's like, no, I, that's, that's common sense. I think that's how everybody does it. It's like when you take the toilet paper, the protective paper that you put over the toilet seat, now you have to put this part into it and put it around the seat. And like, that's how everybody does it. I thought, am I the only one who doesn't do it that way or I've I never guess? used a toilet seat cover. Yeah. No? That's icky. I just hover. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I shit the sink. I, I usually brush. wipe it down, put a little soap on a toilet paper, wipe it down, rinse that off, and you put power soap spray. On the, Jesus, yeah, how man. long are you in there for? As long as it power takes. spray. I get yeah. Where pressure. the fuck is there a power washer? Are you talking pressure, like a yeah. public restroom? Yeah, super soaker. <laughs> Pump it up. That was my name in high school. <laughs> you ready for the guck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think when it comes to nowadays, I think there's a lot. There's countless, hundreds of videos about, like, phones, phone stands. It's like, now you can make this out of a phone stand. Just cut this PVC pipe. It's like, that's not a life hack. That's a project. <laughs> it's that's two different things. project. Yeah. It's like it's usually just bullshit. It's like a PVC pipe this or a origami this hanger or something. Just clip something up. It's like, 
Why are you struggling so hard just to prop your phone up? It is a struggle every day. I mean, if you I have, have to, I use a bottle usually. I mean, if you don't have like a case on it or something and it's just like the, the smooth texture of the actual phone. Yeah, it might slide here and there depending on what platform that you're using it on. But the amount of people that need to put your phone down to a specific position to utilize their phone, it's redonkulous. I don't get it. I refuse to put one of those pop sockets on the back of my phone. I had one and I thought those were kind of interesting, but no, I mean, it's not necessarily a life hack. It's just a convenience tool. Well, and he has one. He just no. showed me. It's just to hold it when I'm masturbating. Yeah. So I don't drop it on my face. Oh, you do it. Are you laying down? Yeah. That's you try to make a game out of it. <laughs> yeah. I try to shoot a load of my belly button. Like there's other things. I try to catch it. I drop my phone quick. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like there's these other things that I find that people find so fascinating. They're like, oh my God, I never knew that. Like the Chinese boxes, the takeout, carry out. You, know, it's like, you can undo that and then lay it flat. So it's like a plate. Like that's bullshit. It's more convenient if you eat it like a bowl. My yellow curry is like all over the place now that I flatten it out. <laughs> curry, yucky. When they make it, oh, I especially when you're eating with like chopsticks, because usually when I eat Chinese food, I eat it with or any sort of Asian food, I eat it with like that chopsticks. That you do. We, you do. We, we've seen it. Height. But I mean, except soup. He sucks eating soup with. <laughs> oh, he's actually really good. I am at sucking it. it. You're supposed to slurp it, it through those wooden chopsticks. Yeah. There's a straw. There's straw sla- slop sticks. Yeah. Shoppy. But um, not only the Chinese food or the Chinese box that take out carry out things, you know, I'm going to do it, make a plate out of it. But like this ketchup little containers, those are kind of convenient, but I, I usually don't need to use a whole. The what? I, How is that? The, the, the ketchup things. You can undo the, oh. the frills of it to make it like a wider container. Like I can just take one or two. I'm fine with that. I guess I'm not understanding the Those little cups. Oh, the white, the white yeah. paper one. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. They look like upside down chef hats. I, yeah. I was thinking of the plastic, like Dixie cup ones with the lids that they no. give you for to go. But I gotcha. What else? So there's also other ones where it's like now, if you want to share your ice cream, you can cut an ice cream like a pint of ice cream in half and make like a little bowl out of it. It's like a pint of ice cream is already a bowl. It doesn't make, yeah. It's like now if you don't eat the whole thing, you have to. It's uh, going to melt. Yeah. You, know, you drink it out the side or so. You can't store it back. Well, you can try, but you're exposing yourself to freezer burn and all that. But uh, another one. Which, another one. Another one that I don't, like, you've been peeling bananas all wrong. You don't, yeah. You don't you, peel them. You don't know how to peel a banana right. Well, yeah. I don't peel it. He rips it in half. You rip it eat, in half and then. eat the damn thing. You it. squeeze it out like a fucking tube of toothpaste I can't or, do that. or a desperate fat girl trying to get in a dick <laughs> i can't i can't well they're like you, you don't peel it from the stem you turn it upside down and peel it from the bottom because it's easier to peel that way it's like well it's not the wrong way to do it it's like i peel it how i used to do it back in the jungle so you just open it up you know empty it out you put like some berries to it put a little twig or i, know I don't know how i didn't know you were I, from- I really don't know how you do that because i've tried it and i just get like are you getting the brown ones or Banana the yellow ones? All over my hands and fingers. Like, oh, it's so sticky. I like yellow bananas that are starting to have the brown dots on the yeah. outside of it. You can't yeah, do it. It's like you get 48 hours of the perfect banana. You do. Not even that. Yeah. It's like you have like 48 minutes. <laughs> I just stare at my bananas. Bob. <laughs> it's really cool. Some of the ones that they, they show you, I think one of the ones that I really like is the elaborate ways of how you fold clothes it's like oh you just you know this line and this line and then hey it's like that's really cool i was gonna but, say i did that about six months ago i was like fuck yeah 
Yeah, but then you like you want to do all your stuff with like. But when you're folding clothes, I think, and this is probably just me being biased or whatever. But the correct way is you like guys too. Yeah, I was gonna say the easiest way to fold clothes is have a penis. <laughs> no, I mean you're folding it to the dimension of the drawer or the section or whatever storage that you're putting it in. It's like if you're folding it like that, you still have to fold it again to fit it in like a drawer or so. And the way I drawer 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 drawer. Why are you saying it like that? Drawer. Does it hurt when you say it? Drawer. 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 The washcloth. <laughs> I gotta get on my mom all the time about that. Drawer. So give me the washcloth. It's not a washcloth. Uh, <laughs> Here's a life hack. Say wash. <laughs> wash. It'll, it'll save your life. I swear. I wanna wash your mouth out with soap. I don't know how you're gonna do that. <laughs> I wanna. I wanna wash the guck out of your mouth. <laughs> the guck. Duh. There's Drawer. also another one that is very popular but it has never worked with me i don't know if it's like the sex the, the type of spoon where like if you're boiling something and you have to put a spoon over the, the it has pot. to be a, has to be a wooden spoon i have a wooden spoon and it still boils over wait what's that this one i don't know if you put a wooden spoon over a pot it won't boil over yeah so every time like, uh, I'm making my How? castellani, my it, macaroni, my rote, my giratetti, my girandoli, my garanelli, my ricoli, my farfelli, my fiocchi, the, my fr- the, uh, mezzoli, my rigatti. Like, it all just boils up. And it stops. <laughs> yeah, my penne, my liche, my, my uh, fusilli, Gab- all my that. Penne. It's gabadagoo. Yeah, my comedia, my rigatti, my gnocchi, my fisa, my gnocchi. All of that. Sedani rigatti, tortellini. I already get told. I already said that. We have like 14 conversations going on right now. I'm trying. He's, he's giving off like recipes, and we're like, Gah! these are noodles. Uh, these are types of noodles. Baba the boobook. I should my expect pe- you to know what these are. Penne <laughs> is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! The okay. fat kid in me. You're mentioning all these foods, and my stomach's going. Or right, let's go no! with food. Let's go with food. All right, so there's like life hacks on how this isn't even a life hack. It's like I don't understand why it's so hard to have a sandwich. So there's people like, oh, it's not. You want me to give you a side profile? (laughs) (laughs) No, people have like a sandwich where the the bologna or so hangs off the the edge. So they're like, we'll just cut it in force, and then the, the straight edge will align the bread, and then all the curved edges will go inside. It's like, what's the purpose? It's all going to the same place. Is it going to be that much of a mess that it, it's, it's hanging I way over. I never knew this was a problem with De- people. Depends on what kind of sandwich it is. Depends on how much of a mess it's going to be. Yeah. That are like the stems and strawberries. So like take a straw and stick it directly through the strawberry and that way it pops the stem off. It's like just pick it off. If you eat part of it, it's fine. It's actually healthy. To eat the stem of a strawberry? Yeah. It's got nutrients. Oh. The banana peel. You can I eat was, the banana peel. I told you die. No. You You're thinking of apple seeds. Oh, apple okay. seeds are poison. Are they really? Yeah. Then why are they an apple? <laughs> it's like, why are her other poison? I think this is just like turned in from life hacks to like facts about food. Well, gawk! That's, there's nutrients in that. There's protein. Gook. <laughs> and baby swimmers go. What, yeah. what if you freeze it? Uh, Then there's potential protein. <laughs> are you going to eat it? Are you saving yes. it for later? Make a meal out of it. Where's that sound to bite? I always wanted to... uh. I always wanted to invite a whole bunch of people. I think I told you guys this before. Just invite a whole bunch of people over, you know, four or five people, make like a a dinner for everybody, 
And then like, yeah, how do you guys like it? And then throw like, you can find a recipe for like semen recipes oh, yeah. online. Just throw that on the table. I'm not actually going to make it, but and people it? are going to be eating something like, uh, did you just? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and then what? put their response on your OnlyFans. Yeah. Like it took me all week just to. Why do you got to have recipe book for it? Build I up all this. It's just be like, I came in your salad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't come in it, but I had some on my hands and I mixed it around. I just really like cooking. <laughs> so your after meal thing to freshen your breath, you have a Tic Tac. There's supposed to be a life hack where you, you tip I it never, sideways. Never ha- works. Yeah. I don't, you know, this thing, if you open it up, it up and, and there's, there's only one, one thing right there. One? Nobody does that. If Ooh. two fall out, I'm going to eat it. It's it doesn't be, matter. It's because who eats one fucking Tic Tac? Yeah. <laughs> and what's with the orange ones? They're so good. That's, those are my favorite. They're so good, but it's like nothing is helping my breath. It's not supposed to. You got to keep eating. Those it. are the ones you eat in yeah. bulk. You you want to keep eating it because that's the cocaine activates your the, brain to the, make you. It's the, addiction. The original ones that were like that minty green colored ones, the mint ones. Yeah, those ones taste so good when you first put them in your mouth, but then they burn the fuck out of your tongue because of the mint is so strong. The dark green ones, those ones taste amazing when you first put them in your mouth, and then and after a while, after, it just it's like. Nope, once the green off. That's crazy. You don't know how many times I've heard that. It was amazing when I first put it in my mouth. <laughs> then it got soft. <laughs> Everything went lip quick. I got soft and started tickling my <laughs> kind of sad. Started tickling yeah. my upper lip. <laughs> Tighten up the <laughs> elastic cord. Uh, are we water. still talking about life hacks? <laughs> yeah. We can um Life's, we got music to talk about. You want to just sex. go there? No, yeah. let's hear more life hacks. That's all I have. Oh, everything else was actually legit. Was a, I checked know, it I all think out. I was telling you terrible this. segue. I was telling you this the other day. One of the best life hacks I ever had, and obviously nowadays with all the different things they have, for prepare your, cell phones, your lotion and tissue ahead of time. Yes. No, but it, it, it back then we didn't have all these things that you could add onto your phone. But back when I used to travel quite a bit. And I would be on planes a lot, which I will never go on a plane ever again, except if, if one person ever asked me, then I would. If one person asks you, you'll go? If, the, if a certain person no. asked me to go on a trip. I'm a certain person. Anyways, I liked watching movies on my phone, but I didn't want to always have to hold it. And this is before pop sockets and all these things. So I saw this life hack where you take a clear Ziploc bag. Oh my God. You put this your, isn't a life hack. You put your phone in it, you zip it, and then that you put a little hole in it and that little hook that holds your tray up, you hook it on there. So it's just in the baggie right in front of you. You can use your hands to masturbate. I see all those like commercials and <laughs> how is that not a on life the plane? hack? You masturbate on the plane? <laughs> well, funny story. Depends on if you're in first class or not. So this has to do with our buddy. This Mike. is why you don't go on planes anymore? Yeah. If you're on Spirit <laughs> Airlines. They won't let me not. masturbate. They won't let, <laughs> yeah, no, this but, fucking 9-11 something else they killed. I'm not allowed to jerk off on a plane anymore. six years ago, Michael and I went to Las Vegas, and we were on the plane, and I had the aisle seat, and it was a full flight. And I I watched my one of my favorite movies, my favorite movie, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. And I'm just watching it, and it's the opening credits, and it's just tits galore on that. Like, it's just showing a bunch of ladies with tits. And I just remember, I'm in my own world watching it, not even thinking. And I look over at Michael, and he's just staring at me like, dude, dude, what are you doing? The stewardess yes. is right there, the people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyways, that's my story. Take my cock. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Uh, where's that one? That one. Mm, eat, eat it. it. How is it? Up. You. 
I don't understand how that voice just, is uh, played again. Just <laughs> fans, this is I'm doing the, and this is Justin saying, mm, "Eat it, mm, eat it." <laughs> it's the same voice. It's my voice. I just All go right. down. So let's uh, <laughs> let's go to music. <laughs> Lonnie, explain uh, this one to us. Oh, before so, that, can you do me a favor? Both of you guys. Because okay. I wanted to do like I liked what your compared thing. Can you both send me pictures of your open throat? Why well, show you a picture? <laughs> just just curious. Go ahead, Lonnie. <laughs> I lost a chancla. Eat it. Whoops. All right, Lonnie. <laughs> Things just got real bonery. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, if you listen to the show, you know every once in a while we like to do song reviews. Well, we decided to mix things up a little bit tonight, and probably going forward, we decided to put a theme to our song reviews. And we're doing it as our finale tonight, where our theme of the reviews tonight is we're going to do songs from musicians and. So, what that means is... The songs we're picking tonight are from musicians, and we know we all have musicians we love that are masters of their crafts who have dedicated their whole entire lives to becoming the best possible musicians they can be, and we respect that just like anyone who puts their whole entire life into anything they do. That's amazing. But we also want to celebrate those people who do something extra as well so tonight we've each picked a couple different songs we've each picked two tonight from musicians who also do something else so for example musicians who are also actors or writers directors porn stars porn stars wrestlers porn stars porn stars only fans actors porn stars, jerk-off artists, just people who are musicians and something else. And we've went through and we've picked some of our favorite songs. We're going to talk about them a little bit before and after. We'll leave the links to the songs below like we always do for you to check out. Like I said, we each picked two tonight. We're going to go through the horn. We'll we'll do one each of us and then we'll go back through and we'll do one each of us again and we'll let you know what we think. We'll go ahead and start with Jeremy for the first one. Uh, some of these will probably be pretty obvious. Anyone who's listened to us before knows pretty much our preferences. So, Jeremy, no surprise. Who are you going to pick first for us tonight? This is definitely no surprise. It's the easy one. I'm going with my man, Rob Zombie. You the know, main we, man. We all know him as from White Zombie, Rob Zombie, musician. Um, but also, a bit of he's, acting, directing. He's, he's a more so a director, writer, director. Uh, one of my favorite in the horror genre. I think the man gets horror movies. He he understands. He, he knows when, like, he likes the 70s. And he loves writing movies taking place in that time period because it was a different time back then and you know you didn't have your cell phones and technology that's utilized in all these new age movies and stuff which makes them non-believable because it just takes a phone call or going on facebook live to solve most of these problems but anyways i think the man is great yeah, he's written a couple duds, I think, but, yeah. you know, a lot of his movies lately, you have to watch several times in order for it to uh, really take effect. So anyways, I am actually going to play my favorite, my current favorite Rob Zombie song, which is called 
everybody's fucking in the UFO. Nice. So let's take a listen to that, and we'll be back. Get up! Guck! <laughs> yeah, I, I I like that's my favorite Rob Zombie song currently. That's so great. It's uh yeah, it's it's straight to the point, and who else is gonna sing about fucking in UFOs but Rob Zombie? Probably William Shatner. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just true. I, I really like the way that he punches that F out. Yeah. Fucking in the UFO. <laughs> he, has to, he has to ice his lip after that song. <laughs> everybody, everybody, everybody fucking in the UFO. See, he would just, like, if there's one person I could just have a conversation with, it would be, like, uh, there's just so many things I would pick his brain about. Right. And he's one of those guys where he's just so straightforward. He doesn't give any Fs about what people think. People he's worked with, Companies that used to give him money for movies and stuff like he doesn't care what he says about them now. He yeah. says it like it is, right. and I love it. But okay, that was my first one. It was so. interesting. I like the. Uh, I mean, he has that metal Billy. What is it? Rockabilly, like yeah. style. Hella Billy. Hella Billy. Psycho Billy. Yeah, it's that that hillbilly rock metal ish. That uh, it's not always my first go to, but since it's Rob Zombie, it's like I'll, I'll support him. Yeah. I love the dude uh, as well. Maybe not. I mean, I haven't really. Would you suck it? No. I really haven't passed his penis across my lips. Like, like it's balls to the lips on Jeremy over here. But everybody has a, hab- uh, a just, good hobby. You're just jealous because I'm comfortable with my man. Oh. <laughs> That's my man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Everybody fucking in, in a UFO. Is a UFO uh, supposed to be a UFO or is it United it's a UFO. Oh, okay, non-identified. It's about object. aliens. Okay, yeah. So if, if you if you and I encourage you to watch live versions of that song, he always every city he says something different before he does it, and he talks about alien abduction, and that's what he talks about before he leads into that song. He uses like and, the robots and the aliens. Oh yeah, he has he has this like alien plays. thing, this like twenty foot tall thing come out. And, the theatrics that he uses and that he can afford to use in a lot of his stuff. I mean, like being a director, writer, I mean, he's a creative artist all around that when he wants to do a show, he wants to give you a show. Exactly. I like right. that. He's like, like me, like, yes, you, we all want money, but he's, he's going to work for it. So he's going to work. Yourself. He's going to work for it. And he's going to put a lot of that money he gets back into the production value for the things he's giving. He's not going to be like, Mr. Han from Lincoln Park, who just opens up his laptop, press play, and just sits back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look, look. I, I still think of that meme of like people like that, where it's just like shows them like pushing a button. It's like, look, my pressed a button, or something like that. It's like, yeah, that I is all you did. Did it? Yeah. And also, the video, the music video, uses a lot of like the the human growth and development videos from Love the old. Them. <laughs> yeah, when that popped up, I'm like, I fucking know that. I, Although the I don't know the, why I know that, but I know that the one with me. the burlesque swinging the titties and stuff. I that's probably not think from that school. That was on there. If yeah, that I'm was in sure. some of those health and development classes, like we'd feel our feelings. Right. <laughs> it's like, okay, girls, leave the room. Boys, what you are feeling right now is a oh boner. That's it. So when we watched those, they had. The um, the option of like if my dad wanted to come up and with the boys, if your, your dad's, dad's like, wanted, nah, nah. He did, he look did. at them tits, bro. He he, I don't think he did. He didn't for me. I don't believe, but my friend's dad did, and I was always at his house. But 
I just remember we were all on our best behavior, especially my buddy with his dad sitting by him. He was, yeah, he was sitting with the most perfect posture and his hands on the desk. Right, proper. But we're all like giggling because it's like, they said penis. All right, who's going next with their first pick? Justin, what you got for us today? Do you want to do the long one or the short one? Let's, Let's do, do the, the long, long one. one. Long one? Yeah. All right, so yeah. my favorite band. So, I mean, you guys know my favorite artist, Mike Patton. I'm not doing Mike Patton. I'm going to wait for that one here because you guys need to be coached into it. You can't handle it. Uh, William. Spit on us first. William Patrick Corgan, WPC. A lot of people might know him as the front man, the lead singer to Smashing Pumpkins, also Swan, and even the Billy Corgan uh, band. But he is also noted as a, well, a songwriter to a lot of people, ex to Courtney Love, also wrote quite a bit of songs with Courtney Love in a whole. But like 2010, he kind of expressed his love for wrestling. So he's owned what, three or four different promotions or federations? Yeah, he owns so, uh, TNA. TNA. He's, actually, I think he's currently, no, no, no. Oh, he's no. currently NWA. He, yeah. Yeah, has ownership of that. And Which is really stepping up. NWA has been good for a while. Wrestling's on the up and the up. Thank you, AEW. Yeah. But this is a longer song that kind of coincides with, to me, it's a bit of horror-esque. The story it tells I feel like it's like slowly cutting off your limbs and then you're helpless and you just have to wait for what comes next. Is it is it, a longer... Is it a cover of One by Metallica? <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. I actually don't... Oh, they got like maybe four or five popular When you say this covers. one's long, how long is it? It's about nine minutes, but I'm going to scrub a little bit of the, the middle part. So we'll probably listen to maybe six minutes. I don't know, you better scrub a lot of that. <laughs> nine <laughs> minutes is long. But yeah, so this is going to be from the Machina or Machina, however you want to pronounce it, album. It's the Glass and the Ghost Children. So we will be right back. Listen to this and give our honest reviews. All right, and we're back. That was Glass and the Ghost Children by the Smashing Pumpkins. Billy Corgan could sing about anything, and it could really make the hair on the back of your neck stand up. He He has has that voice. He does have a very particular voice. I mean, I think a lot of people, it does take a taste. You have to, some people, it just turns right off. I'm not a fan. Right. But he just still has, like, he has a storytelling voice. Right. Early in, like, he, I don't think he cared much about his voice, but later, it seems like he's been putting a little bit more emphasis on actually singing. Like, enunciating. Because he always has that, like, what was that one dude who did the, yeah, that one dude who did the, uh, Fuck, what is that comedian? He oh, did like, Stephen Lynch? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Where the hell are my cookies? Uh-huh. It was well, just right here. The thing is, first of all, that, that song sounded like the type of song you hear when you walk into like a, a Homer's and they, they're playing their the person's pick or whatever or a place that sells incense. That's what it reminds <laughs> me of. But uh, that's the type of music Welcome that, to New Reality. Yeah. yeah. That's the type of music that I don't really like. I wouldn't like listen to in my car, but it's the type of music that I'd have on in the you, background very low while I'm writing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's probably been most of my like middle school, high school. I forget exactly when this came out, but it was around that time. I just that song alone like really puts me in that mood. It's like I just want to chill. But listening to the lyrics, I was kind of going along with the lyrics. This video right here doesn't necessarily have them, but yeah. like <laughs> It's fucked me up. When I looked up and seen what you're doing, I was like, man, the guy who made this video really <laughs> needs to work on his programming skill. And then I'm like, wait, is that you? Yeah, I'm controlling it. I'm the one controlling the I am thing. the programming boy. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
But uh, Glass and Zero are uh, two names. I mean, you're thinking of just glass, you know, just a piece of glass or something like that. But there are two names that are used often in a few other songs, like even the song Zero. Yeah, I'm your God, I'm your Zero, I'm your face and your dreams of glass. So he uses it as like actual names. And at the very end where it's like, you know, as she counted the spiders as they crawled up inside her, like just going back and forth. And then I feel like it also kind of has like like black, like do, 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 do. Different tune, different tempo, but kind of like cycling back and forth and you just like letting it feel you or, or pull you out. Right. But well, with that mid, that mid song hook break, right. where it kind of goes to that almost circus theatrical music break. It definitely does take you out of the song a little bit, but I feel not, like it's not in a completely distracting eh, way. It's a different, I mean, from the intro to the ending, it's two different things. Like towards the middle, it kind of commits you to the institution. Right. So you're like, oh, yeah. shit. It's definitely Something's, a full ride. Yeah. And if, I mean, we skipped some things ahead just because we don't want to do a whole, ten, well, this video says 10 minutes. So yeah, we probably listened to only maybe six minutes of it, but yeah. One of my favorites. The, the creepiness, just like if you can listen to the lyrics and the, and the way that he structures his, his lyrics, his, it's just poetry. Like, he's yeah. one of my favorite songwriters. Oh, absolutely. And songs like 1979, like, that's a instant hit. Just thinking of stuff like that, just certain words string together, like, wow, that just bounces. And these, like, you know, one more cherry cola to hold up her dead arms. It's like, yeah. who would put cherry cola in a song other than cherry cola? <laughs> <laughs> he got paid. Uh, <laughs> What can I put in here to make the make the little goth kid cherry, go crazy? Cherry, cherry Coke. Cherry Coke. Yeah, no, he has a way about him, Billy Corgan, William Patrick Corgan, that's very, he adds a lot of prose to things. Um, Shakespearean style, maybe not with all the cometh as you arth. I mean, there is one song where he uses like that, the Cupid Deloc, that is a, yeah. But that's my pick, Glass and the Ghost Children by Smashing Pumpkins. Nice, good one. Sir Lonnie, take I'm, it away. I'm going to stick in the same vein, in the wrestling vein. My pick is uh, from uh, Andy Williams. For those who don't know, Andy Williams is the guitar player for a band called Every Time I Die. He is also a professional wrestler named The Butcher. He teams with The Blade in AEW to form the tag team, The Butcher and The Blade. He has been in the Buffalo-based hardcore band Every Time I Die since their inception in the mid to late 90s um and they've been one of my favorite bands probably my second favorite second third favorite band all of my life absolutely love them and he's been hurt hasn't been able to wrestle that's been his pretty much main focus for quite a while over the last bunch of years and he's been hurt so that's given every time i die an opportunity to get in the studio and release a new album and they just released this new song that I'm going to play for you guys. It is called Post Boredom. Just came out about a week and a half, two weeks ago. I absolutely love it. And I hope you guys do as well. So this is Post Boredom by Every Time I Die. <laughs> so that was Post Boredom by Every Time I Die and sponsored by USAA. <laughs> USAA. <laughs> um, I love those. I love those boys. I learned to actually play a pinch yeah. harmonic from andy williams in 1999 at the ranch bowl way back in the day he taught you I, I, yeah, as a little nerdy kid i was like a little 14 year old kid 
I seen him play. He got off stage, and I was like, "How'd you make that sound?" He's like, "Oh, he's like you use your pick, and you hit you hit the string, and then you make your the side of your thumb hit the string right afterwards, and then you do a bend, and that's how you make that nice. sound." He's probably like, "Awesome." He, he's probably telling that same story, and he's like, "Yeah, there was this one time in Omaha at the ranch ball, this, this nerdy, fucking fat, nerd. fucking fourteen-year-old virgin." So I was, I was not fat. I was maybe 105 pounds when I was in school. It was stupid, but no, that's, that's he let one you of lick those, it. That's he, what it was. He let me lick it. Yeah, nice. No, that was every time I die is one of. The, I think I've seen them. I very at much at least ap- ten times. <laughs> I very much appreciate this song because uh, not just this song, but like what I was hearing, what is, my expectations were something different. Yeah. So he has a very similar voice to the lead singer to Volbeat, and I cannot stand Volbeat. Every time they they're like lay on a a word or something like that, and then tell off to a high end. Oh, so it's like. No. <laughs> you know, it's like stop. That's that's annoying. No, like they they they've really matured. When they first started out, they were a but they didn't do that here. So good, good generic, <laughs> they good generic hardcore metalcore band. And since they've started getting a little bit older, they've really embraced that like southern hardcore style where it's like you can really hear that twanginess in their music now but they still embrace that good hardcore roots and i love every time i die so much that song took me back to mid 2000s yeah that was us growing up wrestling theme song like it felt like a a old school wrestling pay-per-view theme song and it had a nice beat. Had my foot tapping the whole time. Yeah. Not what I was expecting. I actually shazammed it while we were. How long uh, were they, or how long have they been together? Oh, at so at you least were there twenty years. All right. Yeah. Oh, huh. all right. Twenty years. Wow. You said he's a wrestler. Yeah, he's the butcher. Was he still was. is the butcher? He still yeah. is the butcher. He's just not. He's not much right butchering. Now. So yeah, you can yeah. see him on AEW every Wednesday and Friday night. Wednesday and Friday. Sometimes yeah. on Tuesdays. Or if you're within his dark. circle, dark. I got nothing else. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, the song itself, I, I guitar riffs, pretty good. It it seems very generic in a sense. I like it. It's kind of up my my alley as far as like the stuff that I would listen to. The message of the song itself. It seems very well. I don't know if you want to say self hatred, but like self fuckery. <laughs> but he doesn't <laughs> care. Or I don't I can't tell if it is an apology or if it's like I'm sorry but this is the way I am. Yeah, and if you if you watch the actual music video itself, there's about two minutes in the beginning of them being bored and living their lives. Like the singer is getting a massage, one of the guitar players works at a vape shop, the other one works at a music store, the drummer's buying stuff. The bass player is the masseuse at the massage parlor. It's just like them living their boring lives, and then it goes into the song, and it's a fun concept. They've always had fun music videos, and it really, yeah, you know, kind of paints a picture of their lives. So, right it's, it's a good one. I was, I was excited to see new music. Excited that they're still pushing hard and making hard music. So, like, so hard, so hard, so stiff, yeah, right in the pocket. <laughs> All right, number two, what you got there, Jeremy? All right, for my next one, I mean, you guys went, like, super, like, meaning to your songs and stuff like that. Mine, I mean, my first one was everybody's fucking, in, fucking in the UFO. This one's not going to be anything that's got meaning to it at all. I just think it's kind of crazy the person that's singing the song is actually singing this song. <laughs> See, I'm I've, I've heard it, like, a million times, and I still can't hear the person that's 
supposedly singing it, singing it. Although I have watched live versions of it, but it's like lip syncing. No, uh, Vetus. Vetus. So, Vetus. You guys, is this Vetus? That's a, that's a dude. That's not a chick. That's you. You guys know that the '80s are one of my favorite time periods. I think that's had the best uh, horror movies, especially slasher movies. I think that's got some yeah. of, some of the best music is from the '80s. You haven't watched. Speaking of '80s horror movies, you should really check out our Neon Maniacs movie review. Yes. That's See, that's one. why I did that. Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> Let me ruin your evening. But no, this song is straight to the point. It's just an upbeat song, which we're going on. It's oh, of course, it's eleven eleven right now. Right when I looked at the clock, it's eleven thirteen. Well, not on my computer. Uh, exactly. So, the song that I'm choosing for my second and last one is a song from the '80s. Very upbeat. A lot of people dance to it. It's called. Oh, and he's got a smile on his face. It's called Party All the Time by Eddie Murphy. Oh, <laughs> Hell yes! Uh. All right, that was Eddie Murphy and Party All the Time. Literally all the time. That was, every one of us was dancing well, here. And you we, can't. You can't sit you, still. You, you can't can. not <laughs> dance during party all the time. We all just were doing our Eddie Murphy impression, and this is mine. Just, I was like, I was just in the hall, <laughs> and I was walking. <laughs> or what's his name? What's that one comedian? Donkey. Yeah, you sound like like. Gold. I'm making waffles. <laughs> yeah. Cut that cat gold. gold yeah. yeah. You know, funny thing about him, the very he is amazing director. He he was the very first person to christen my wrestling ring that I bought. My when we bought the wrestling ring, Bobcat Goldwyn. Yes, or Eddie I, Murphy. I, I <laughs> Bobcat party all the time. We, <laughs> I let this com this group that was company called Lucha Libre and Laughs. Nice. They um were at the uh, the slowdown, which is where we were going to have our first now show. And he had gotten in contact, said, hey, can we borrow your ring? I said, yeah. So that was our first show. And the very first person to step foot in that ring was Bobcat because he was the opening comedian for it. And I was just like, who else can fucking say that Bobcat was in their wrestling ring for the first time? I'm just going to <laughs> in the ring right now. <laughs> I'm going to wrestling. Just going to get your... <laughs> you sound like that one comedian that was hit by a bait. He was on America's Got Talent. Oh, true. Was, don't, don't put it up with that. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, so Eddie Murphy obviously is known for his acting. Yeah. And Even some of his stand-ups. He's got some some chops that he, you know, in, in that yeah, movie. What is that movie? Dr. Doolittle. Nope. <laughs> Big Mama's House. No, that was uh, Mark Coming Moore. to America. Nutty Professor. Nope. Flubber. <laughs> Dream Girls. He was an awesome, he did a, had an awesome one in a Dream Girls. Is that where this song came from? Nope. This was like 20 years before. Oh, okay. No. That's, that's not it. Is that Cleo? <laughs> yeah, oh, listen to that, Cleo. USAA. <laughs> so we sponsored. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely. I was, I was, I was also going to do. What the fuck is that? That's his song. I was also going to pick uh, Bruce Willis. Yeah, he has, he's a hell of a musician. He, he is. I mean, his singing sounds just like his talking, <laughs> but like he does under the boardwalk and a couple other well-known. What was that songs. one where he's in a bar and he's just like cleaning up the bar? Yeah, I don't know, but <laughs> that's his day job. Oh, he does save the last dance for me. 
and it's just basically him sitting in a chair and the camera just panning around him. Respect Same. yourself. Yeah. I think Alanis Morissette was in. I could have sworn Alanis Morissette was in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the Just 80s were the time. Because right? this is garbage quality, but... Oh. Okay. Well, we'll stop it there. So that's gonna That be wasn't Justin. a pick. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go on to Justin's. This one's only 44 minutes long. This one's like two minutes. It's a it's a fast one. I could actually like play this one on air, but I'm not going to. Well, you'll have to. You'll catch it in the links below. But uh, this one is about a person who, well, he has a a podcast as well. Does a little acting. Oh, fuck. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> this one is going to be one of my songs. So <laughs> Lonnie is baffled right now. Actually, we, we haven't really even talked about the Eddie Murphy song. Like, I mean, it's party all the time. I kind of like. Is there, the, there's not much to say about. He, it. he was talking she, about like his chica. really excited. There's she likes no, the party. There's no meaning. Literally what are you all the time. About? Let's get through this because you said we're gonna listen to one of your songs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, his girl goes out and she, he doesn't come home to him, and he's like, you know, bitch, you're crazy. Wants to party all the time. Party so this oh, one is my party. party. I thought it was party. That's what I heard too. He's like party. <laughs> I was party in the hole. <laughs> So, anyways, um, this actually kind of segues off of Eddie Murphy's. You have a Tourette's twitch thing. <laughs> I was, I was nodding. <laughs> That's what his music does to him. Segwaying off of uh, Eddie Murphy's last song here, "Party Out of the Time." So, this one is called "Corrupted Imitation." All right, boys, let's have it. You are the. <laughs> Do you need a hug? Yeah. So 100% I had said Your beats are good Yeah They're okay I was yeah. totally off the Like I didn't know anything About like mastering This is something I've made I uploaded this what you 2011 say. So this is over 10 years old This was after we shot The Shadow's Edge Yeah Give or take Why did I let you in <laughs> <laughs> No I mean It's like I said It, it reminded me of Jeff Hardy uh, when he was like Modest T- To the top TNA and stuff like that Modest um, At the top but it, it, it also the, the 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 voice sounded like uh, Marilyn Manson at times too. I thought. Right. So I could see this being played at like a strip club, like a, <laughs> like a super trendy like European <laughs> dance club, like with like hot, a really slow strobe, like in the movie Hostel or something like that. Like yeah, where they're like dancing in leather and it's like don, 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 everybody's don, on where everyone's like you're not hip enough if you don't <laughs> like this. Everyone's on ecstasy there. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> no, I mean, no, yeah. trust me, I've I've made music that sounds much worse. Yeah, no, I I actually don't think most <laughs> yeah, of this stuff is uh good. I not- just it's something that I've completed, so I'm kind of at least proud of like putting something out there. Yeah. So I by no means do I want to have like a music career. It's just more of a hobby for How me. How many views does it have? Uh, all of them. Let's see. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! I haven't even looked at the view count. It only has 36 views. It's probably all me. <laughs> hey, well, this came out more in, than our first podcast. In 2011, so yep. every other month he checks it. <laughs> no, I um, don't. So it hey. was like a poem. Like I, when I started getting into like music composition and all that, like starting things from scratch, creating some sort of like instrument, plugging in like synth pads and all this and drum machines and making a little arrangement. Like, I did not master this. I, my sound, I guess, was all, like, I don't know how to EQ or compress or do all Wait, this. this wasn't recorded at a professional studio. 
Yeah, I know you didn't. But yeah, no, I. So I wrote the lyrics, which was a poem, and then I just decided to take like certain poems and just make them into songs. So I have some other stuff that are worse. Who was the lucky lady you wrote it for? Uh, yeah, 2011. Not so lucky. It was probably be. It has to be before my wife. (laughs) Ah, This was after the Shadow's Edge, so. So this is kind of like coincides with Eddie Murphy's like, you know, hey, bitch, you going out partying all the time and you ain't coming home here. So and this is like the wants to party all the time wasn't a happy song is about him being alone, man. Corrupted imitation. Cry all the time. What did you go by? Cry all the time. Me? Yeah. What was your you didn't go by Justin? I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. I had like a, well, back in MySpace days, because I had my actual profile, I had like a MySpace music profile as well. And I just, what did I do? Like J. Michael or Tarzan 696 or something like that. But I always just put my name, Justin Mike, or Justin Milani. So, yeah. Tarzan 696. I always, I grew up with Tarzan and six was my lucky number and six is usually taken. So I just put 96 because six, nine is like the cancer. I'm a cancer. Six, nine, sideways, 69. That's a symbol for a cancer. And then six and plus 69 is cool too. Uh, Have you ever done a 69? Have you ever done a 69 with me? That's like, no, no, that's like you're working on your day off. (laughs) <laughs> you get it took you a second to get huh. never had it put that way oh no and i've had it put it a lot of ways <laughs> all right well no that wasn't bad like honestly and like you said you completed something and most people can't do that i couldn't i couldn't write a song with all the the instruments and lyrics no can never happen so kudos to you spanks i think Lonnie. Yeah, I'm still processing. Um <laughs> So yeah, we've we've went over some fun bands tonight. We've Wait, did you do two? No, I've only done oh, one. He's I'm, leading I, into I'm his leading second. in. Right. So we've yeah, you know, we've covered Eddie Murphy and Rob Zombie and we've covered Justin. We've covered <laughs> <laughs> covered that. The nice tits. The, we've covered nice tits. Which is also like Great Melons, which is also Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. They were supposed to be some nice Covered tits. Covered with the gawk. Covered yeah. in the gawk. And so for my last choice, I've covered my number three favorite band. So now I'm going to cover my number one favorite band. Or really just my number one singer, really. I'm going to go with Davey Havoc. Davey Havoc, he's not only a singer, he's also an actor. He's also a writer who's wrote and released two books. He's acted in quite a few different movies. You can also tune back to one of our previous podcasts. You can get all his accolades. All his accolades when we fought and I lost, but just because he's done a lot of shit. But the song I'm actually going to... We're not saying that he was... Well, since mine won, I'm not saying mine was better than yours. I'm just saying mine was different from yours right. in a way that's better. Fair okay. enough. But the, <laughs> uh, but the song I'm going to choose to play is actually from a musical he was in, and he was playing the devil. And I don't think anyone else could play a better devil than Davey Havoc. Grohl? Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Wow. Dave Grohl? Dave Grohl. No. Dave Grohl. a good devil. Did he not did. play. He was a good devil in Tenacious D's. Uh, but uh, I'm going to choose play for you tonight for my last track and the last song for the evening. We're going to listen to Davey Havoc singing Misconceptions of Hell from the musical Rock and Roll Theater, 
written by Tim Timebomb. So this is it. Well, that was Misconceptions of Hell from Rock and Roll Theater. Quite sang, interesting. Sang by Davey Havoc and Lars Fredrickson. It's good to know that you have some things to look forward to. Right, yeah. <laughs> there are so many. It's very catchy. It is. It uh, reminds me of Grease or something like that. It's fun. If you've it seems never... like it's the inspiration, in, in a sense, one of the inspirations, I guess. Right, it, and you know, it, it's a musical written by a bunch of punk rock guys. It's silly fun. It's only about half an hour. Yeah, it's just one of those fun watches. If you've never seen it, it's fun. Is it an actual, was it like a touring like play or something like that? Yeah. Musical? Mm-hmm. And it was only a half hour long? No, the video's only half an hour oh, long. Oh, gotcha. The gotcha. recording is... Okay. So they just like fine tuned a lot of the stuff and cut yeah. out the fluff and cut out a lot of um, fluff and recorded it. Yeah, right on. Yeah, I uh, there's not really much Davy Havoc that I don't like. I, I is the early earlier punkier stuff like it it had to grow on me. Like the very proud of, of you and yeah. answer that and stay fashionable. All that. Yeah, it, some of those were immediate, like right on. But after you know, some of them just took a while to grow on. It's like yeah, eh. Some of them, it's like, I don't really care if I, you know, like, Sing the Sorrow, uh, all that that kind of, like, came after, like, the first, what, two, three albums. I kind of, like, really jumped on board. Yeah. Uh, and AFI is definitely one of those bands that they they definitely change with every single album. And it took it took about four or five albums for them to really... Well, they revamped their whole style, yeah. into that groove. But yeah, now every album, and even their last album, Bodies, is a completely different change. So many good tracks on their new album. I really didn't care much for the for the Blood album. I think that one's in my car right now. <laughs> but Davey has a band called Extremist, which is extremely great. I love it. He's in Dreamcar. I prefer Black Audio. Black Audio. Other Black Audio is fun. I think other than AFI Extremist is my favorite. Dreamcar is a lot of fun though. Dreamcar is Davey and no doubt he replaced Gwen Stefani. Just as hot, right? That's so big. much hotter. <laughs> but they're a lot of fun. Definitely really poppy. If you like that poppy style, it's a it's a lot of fun. His books are fun. One of them's really good and one of them's eh, okay. He was in uh Live Freaky Die Freaky, which was Billy Joe Armstrong's claymation movie about Charles Manson. That sounds fun. It does. It's, it's actually pretty. It should be on the Disney Channel. Charming. Oh, yeah. There's a full rundown of all of his stuff in an earlier episode, which yeah. I would definitely recommend you guys check that one out. That was also a fun one. But uh, I think that's all we got. Yeah. But there's so many other great musicians who are also others, like Fred Armisen. Right, He's should, amazing. We should do another round of these down the road. Definitely because next episode, William, <laughs> yeah, William no. Shatner. Yeah, uh, I'm a rocket man. <laughs> rocket man. Well, the Hoff. That was um, an, an interesting episode. Started out sad with the sad news. And hey, we had back. to get it out of the way. Yeah, which I was kind of looking at some stuff, more stuff about that, and it seems like uh, she had an Instagram live video that she'd put out where. Uh, she was acting weird and had a gun in her hand and was very nervous talking about uh, the bumps and stuff to the head and that the only way it gets diagnosed is after you're dead or something. So it sounds pretty interesting, pretty sad. So um, for those who uh, are questioning, 1-800-SUICIDE, that uh, 
Yes. Fill it in. Um, but anyways, no, that was episode 31. Uh, we'll be back in uh, two weeks with our uh, movie review podcast where we will be reviewing the 1987 movie The Gate, which is my pick, a horror movie. Yes. So Enjoy uh, spooky season. Yes. So, yes, we're uh, the spooky season is approaching us. It's almost here. Uh, by the time you listen to this, I'm going to be dead tired from working my two Halloween jobs. Uh, just, but that's what I do. Justin doesn't know this, but I'm going to try to sneak him into some haunted houses with a camera this year. Yes, I'm going to try to be your hookup for that. So, um, I'll holla if oh, I yeah. need you. All right. So, <laughs> fellas, it was fun as always. I enjoy our time together. Listeners, we enjoy you. We appreciate you. Please help spread the word on the Boundless Pod Trap. And Lonnie, you have to give the plug for... Zazzle.com. <laughs> Buy our shit. <laughs> for those who haven't heard, uh, listened into on the, the music, uh, there'll be leaks coming in the next few days. So, you get, you check gotta- them. You got to buy our shit so we can afford more disgusting, yeah, you, saddy CBD soda. Because you won't do our OnlyFans. Because so. you won't yeah. you won't go to our OnlyFans and Fire. watch us jerk off with masks on. <laughs> you get foot jobs. Get or back. you will. Give me the good <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good day, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is. We hope you enjoy it. And we will talk to you next time. This week's episode. Join us next time for more absurdity that only the guys from the Boundless Pod Trap can bring you.